0: Football show
1: with OPC Energy Limited, the renewable energy specialists. Call 08 08 17 17 Let's
0: go.
2: Hello. Good afternoon. Stay warm today. It's a day to be in. Get the radio on. Stay tuned for the next two hours. We've got Rangers in action at St Mirren, Celtic at home to Dundee United and St Johnson at home to Hamilton. Unfortunately, one casualty today already. Livingston against Aberdeen is off the pitch. uh, Unplayable. The, uh... 5G not working out so that's a pity Rob McLean was there for us but uh, he's just been on to say that game is off later today Hibs against Ross County Hibs could go third top and Motherwell against Kilmarnock with me in the studio today the former Celtic Scotland Kilmarnock star Davy
3: Proven is with us Davy good afternoon afternoon Paul just about a full card today looking forward to all eyes uh, I suppose on Paisley and the east end of Glasgow very much so coming to that in a moment or two and uh, you
2: two were together this time last week or a wee bit later Uh, Leanne Crichton we enjoyed it so much that you and Dave back together again great to see you
1: absolutely so nice to see everybody especially after our Christmas day off that that we've all had and enjoyed so yeah a cracker more football and exactly what's keeping us going just now
2: so we're going to keep you right up to date we've got uh, St Mirren TV is on St Mirren against Rangers and Celtic TV they are showing Celtic against Dundee United and Davey there's a minute's silence just now for a man that you knew well the late great Jim McLean
3: yeah I mean it's Difficult to overstate what he did for Dundee United, but, you know, I'm old enough, I was part of the generation who not just uh, competed with Jim McLean's Dundee United, but was was able to watch what he did over a long number of years and it was nothing short of, of miraculous. When you think of some of the scalps, he took Munch and Gladbach. Barcelona would have been in a European Cup final, but for uh, a game in, in Rome that, that you know, in, in hindsight, the, the referee, we, we believe, uh, wasn't straight down the middle as he should have been then. Over the piece, Jim McLean up to, with a great managerial uh, product of, of Scottish football.
2: It's been wonderful to hear the tributes to him and you see that minute silence there at the the three grounds where the kick-off is now also at uh, St Johnson as well. They've, the minute silence being observed. Let's find out the team news for this afternoon. Leanne, Rangers uh, a few changes. Celtic some changes too. What about the Rangers line-up?
1: Yeah, I think the big news is that Morelos starts today. Um, Halander comes in as well. Balogun is on the bench. There's no Scott Arfield. We know he's a doubt ahead of the Old Firm game uh, coming up as well. But I'll just quickly give you the the, 11. It's McGregor, Tavernier, Goldson, Halander, Barisic, Kamara, Aribo, Davis, Roof, Hadji and Morelis. And Hadji's probably one you can mention as well. You know, he's kept his place in the team. Uh, A lot of questions over his value. Was he really delivering? Two goals in, in two consecutive matches now, and he seems to have found a bit of form.
2: I did ask that question on Monday. Has he done enough to start? And certainly, he's starting just now. What's your prediction, Leanne? As we kick off,
1: I think it will be tight. I think it will be a tough one for Rangers. Uh, I think they edge it, though. You know, possibly a, a two-one, um, even just another goal in it. But they seem to be doing enough to go over the line just now, Rangers.
2: Davy, what do you reckon, St Mirren against Rangers?
3: I, I think Rangers will win. Um, they have to win this. This is about clearing the decks ahead of the Old Firm game today. And you know, given that Rangers. You know, lost in the bit, a Cup of, uh in, in Paisley. I think this they'll give this their full attention today. We bit of revenge in there for Rangers today.
2: Their only defeat so far this season. They've had wins since then, but uh, yeah, they will want a bit of revenge and also to keep this unbeaten run going in the league. They are 16 points ahead of Celtic, and uh, that's what they would hope to be, in. and maybe even more, depending on what happens, David. So you'll be uh, watching Celtic. Well, you'll be watching everything, but Celtic, Dundee United, and some changes for Celtic.
3: Yeah. Um... Barkas comes back in Julien comes back in and Laxal comes back in We're speaking to, to Leanne before we came on air Paul the, the, the recall of Barkas I, I think is particularly interesting and we, we reckon that if he plays if he plays well today I think he'll be in for the old firm game on Saturday it may be that Neil Lennon is not quite sure about Connor Hazard mm-hmm. uh, let me give you the full Celtic yeah. side it's Barkas and goal back four now as has been the case for the past few weeks, Frimpong, Ayer, Julien and Laxall. And from midfield forward it's more or less settled now. That midfield diamond was Sorrow sitting. Uh, Christy McGregor either side, turn off a of front two of Edward and Lee Griffiths. What do you think is gonna happen in the next ninety minutes? I, I think Celtic will win. Um you know, Celtic simply have to win. If Celtic were to drop anything today, they'd be as well not turning up at Ibrox because it won't mean anything. Mm. They have to win today. Um you know, and, and give themselves a bit of confidence going into the huge crunch at the weekend. Leanne?
1: Yeah, I think Celtic um, allege this one. I mean, Dundee United are a side that, you know, you look at the, the the group of players that they've got, certainly the attacking attributes that they've got on their side with Shankland, Clark coming in today, McNulty, you know, three players that Neil Lennon spoke about yesterday. And, um, but, but for whatever reason, they, they don't actually get a lot of threat yeah. on the opposition goals. They they don't get enough shots off. Um, I would be very surprised, you know, if, if they come up with anything today. And I think Celtic will absolutely need to ensure that they get three points ahead of this old firm match.
2: Yeah. What what's the situation with the keeper, Davy? What do you think? Does this mean? I heard you saying there. I mean, people were surprised. I think that Barkas is in, and that's the intent. If he plays well today, he'll play. You think on uh, Saturday? I, I,
3: well, I mean, why would Neil Lennon bring him back today yeah. if he didn't have eye one eye on Saturday? Yeah. And you know, for for O'Connor, as a was a hero in the Scottish Cup final with the the two penalty saves. He was at fault for two of the goals. We've got to be honest about that, young man or not. Uh, and I think if Barkas does well today, he'll start at Ibrox. at the moment. Same with you uh, so
2: far, Leanne. The St Mirren team, it's the same team, I think, isn't it, that uh, had that 3-2 win against Rangers two weeks ago.
1: Yeah, and a team that are in in fine form. You know, uh, Ross County and and, uh, Boxing Day, they went down to, I think, nine players against them. But again, another big win for Jim Goodwin's side and and they seem to be getting very good at that. And not only are they, um, you know... Scoring goals at one end, they're actually keeping them out at the other end. You know, and, and I think that speaks volumes for Jim and his, his recruitment there at St. Mirren. Um, some, you know, players Dylan Conley one that's standing out, Jamie McGrath, Jake Doyle, Hayes. You know, all young players that have really stamped their authority. And you know, it'll be interesting to see how they perform today.
2: And it's on the real pitch, David. Do you want to have a rant about the Livingston match going on, <laughs> going off? Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm not,
3: yeah. a, I'm not a fan of, of artificial pitches yeah. at all, Paul. You I know, mean, I, I think it demeans the Scottish game. I, I'd be quite happy if everyone was playing in grass. I understand the commercial. Pressures on clubs to, mm. to use their pitch continually and it brings in revenue. But in terms of, of the reputation of the Scottish game, I think we could do without them. You were training on one last night, Leanne. What's it like?
1: I was furious. I was training yep. last night. Well, uh, when <laughs> Minus I looked, four. When I looked yep. out yesterday morning that uh, I seen the snow, I thought, oh, okay, it's good training. will be cancelled. But yep. no, we were in. Um, and it's it's a total nightmare, to be honest. It, it's risky. Even these pitches, you know, they they call them all weather, but even when the temperature drops below zero, you know, there's a glaze in the pitch that you get a bit slippy. Um, you know, the frost lies on top of it. with A bit of wetness in the air. Um, they're no great. You know, they're 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 good for. Facilities in terms of clubs and youth setups and grassroots football and having loads of teams on the one pitch at the one time. But for me, at the top level of the game, you know, especially in the Premier League, um, I think the games have got to be on grass. It's a much better spectacle.
2: That's the Glasgow City and Scotland star Leanne Crichton who's with us Davy uh, Davey Proven as well, you know so well from Sky Sports and uh, yeah, good picture on the paper yesterday of you scoring uh, alongside Frank McGarvey oh, in that 85 Cup final it was a, it was a nice piece about Jim McLean but you, you kind of broke his heart that day because it looked as though Celtic would lose Davy.
3: Yeah we yeah. were a goal down, 13 minutes to, to go in the Cup final we, we hadn't played well at all and um, it, you know I, I hit a free kick, I could have stood there all night and not found the same top corner but it, it came off Frank scored a brilliant winner and yeah, it was a sad day for Jim McLean. You think? I think he lost eight cup finals. Yeah. Uh, won two, but lost eight. Um, so. It was a sore one for we, Jim, but a great day for us. Great tributes
2: from so many people in the game, and Alec Ferguson saying that uh, you know he was, he was his, his biggest foe at one time because it was the new firm. It's hard to believe, Leanne. Honestly, it was Aberdeen and Dundee United where like Rangers and Celtic are now.
1: That's incredible. You know, I actually love uh, hearing stories about that, and you know, there's been a lot of spoke about it in the last couple of days with Jim's yeah. passing it and whatnot. And I just think it's incredible because my generation only know. Um, you know the old yep. firm as it is just now, and the names you know that have come and gone. But it's incredible to think, you know, the competition and the battles that they had, and um, no, really, really good times
2: they've got them tuned in to us from 9 to 89 years old, your nan's tuned in now isn't she She's found I hope, us. I know yeah. I, was
1: say say, I was saying that to Davy she'll be delighted uh, if she gets a <laughs> shout out um, but uh, she gave me absolute pelters after I had seen Davy last week for offending <laughs> him and saying that uh, <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know him in he's playing days so she'll be glad to know that I've, I've tried to make amends today and certainly seen that uh, photo of him in the paper with that long hair I never recognised him.
2: <laughs> so Murn Rangers nil. Six and a half minutes gone and it's the same story at, uh, in the East End Davey uh, you're watching on Celtic TV yes
3: significantly Paul someone's flicked a switch with odds on Edward and I watched him I was doing a game at Hamilton at at the weekend I thought he was terrific you might say it's only Hamilton he started off very brightly here just wrong footed Mark Reynolds here with a lovely step over brought out a good save in in Seagrass and I, I think Neil Lennon will feel, he won't be overconfident about his back line, but from midfield forward, Celtic have found something in the last couple of weeks. And along with Griffiths then, it's, it's a bit like uh, back to the future. Yeah. A year ago
2: just now, those two
3: clicked. And to be fair to Griffiths, yeah. he, he looks lean again. Mm-hmm. Uh, I yeah. always think he looked heavy when he came back into the side. I think he looked sluggish. He was. He, he was, he was overweight. He now looks leaner and quicker and sharper, and that augurs well for the weekend.
1: And I think when you're playing well, though, you know, when the team starts to click, I think all over the pitch, Celtic have started to look a lot more comfortable in the last couple of games. Certainly, the tweaking formation, I think having the two up top um, is exactly what they need with the personnel that they've got on that side. I think freshening up the midfield and bringing in the likes of Sorrow and Turnbull have certainly gave Christie and McGregor a new lease of life as well, and certainly a different way of playing. You know, it probably took them a bit of time to get used to The, the speed and the tempo, just the change from perhaps the way Scott Brown plays in there, no disrespect to. Him, but it's a different style of play. You know, he probably goes side to side a, a lot more. Whereas these guys look look for that penetrating pass. Even Sorrow when he breaks up the play, looks for those you know forward passes a lot quicker. And I think that works for Griffiths, and it certainly works for Edward. And they look like that. They've got that relationship back.
3: That that's the big call for Neil Lennon at the weekend. And I would expect Scott Brown to come back in. I think that's probably why he's rested today. Sorrow one for sorrow, who's done really well, but I would expect Scott Brown to be back in his usual place for Ibrox. Yeah, Iber- uh, yeah mm-hmm. I do. I do. And This why? is a chance to. Well, first of yeah. all, he's getting a rest today. Yeah. Um, he had a rest at Hamilton, yep. so he's going to be fresh, unless he's carrying an injury. But I think if Scott Brown is fit, I think Neil Lennon will, will have him back in his usual place.
2: And would you start with uh, Brown, rather and Sorrow against Rangers?
3: <sighs> it's a really tough one, and, and I was, you know, talking to Leanna about this midfield diamond. Mm-hmm. I, I think Neil Lennon would take a chance if he goes with this diamond. You know, if he if he plays the diamond against Rangers, it's going to leave a lot of space for Barisic and, and Tavernier yeah. to get into. So he's got much to think about. But I do think Scott Brown will start. Yeah.
2: Celtic nil, Dundee United nil. Leanne, it's uh, Rangers are nil nil at St Mirren. What are you thinking about how Celtic will start on Saturday?
1: I'm torn to be honest because I actually think Soro might keep his place simply because I think the legs and the energy that he's got, Celtic will need that. You know, when you go back to the the first old firm of the season, I think Celtic were were very slow in the middle of the park. Um, They really struggled to to get close to Rangers. They never clicked at all, whereas I I think now... You would need to change the formation again. You know, I don't think you can play Scott Brown in the diamond. I think he needs to be in there as a two. He needs protection in and then around him. If you want Scott Brown to go and enforce himself in the game and do what he does, I think you need legs and you need bodies around him. Uh, and I don't think the diamond offers that. So uh, for me, I think if Celtic play well enough today and they get the win, I don't think you'll see many changes from... The side that's out today, you know, and I think Scott Brown could possibly find himself on the bench.
2: Build up is on to the big one, but we've got the matches today. No, I was going to say six matches on, but we've got five games. Uh, Rangers are playing at the moment, 0 0 at St Mirren. We'll find out from Leanne in a moment or two. And Celtic 0 0 with Dundee United. Uh, St Johnson are playing Hamilton, it's 0 0. What's your prediction on that one, Leanne?
1: St. Johnson St. Hamilton, Johnson, yeah. yeah, St. Johnson are a funny one because they went on that run that made them look quite invincible. Yeah. Um, the wheels seem to have come off a bit, uh, lack of discipline within mm-hmm. the side. A player sent off in their last three matches, certainly not what Callum uh, Davidson is needing, you know, when you've got so many games in quick succession. So uh, a strange one, but Hamilton are, are still riddled with, with COVID. I've seen players that are missing. Yeah. Uh, Ross Callahan's a big one. I think he was in, he's been involved in... The stats are crazy. It's like five goals. of their last six goals um, and assists as well. I think when you take players like that out the side, it becomes very difficult. So I wouldn't be surprised if St Johnston um, get the win today with
3: that one. Davy, St Johnston, Hamilton? Yeah, yeah, I think so. I watched Hamilton at the weekend. I feel for Brian Rice, but, you know, so Tough many players game. out through COVID and uh, an injury and different things, and couldn't even fill, fill his bench it And for the Celtic game. Brought in, you know, 17 year olds and 18 year olds. Who are not ready for the first team? That's that's the bottom line. He's going to have to play them. It's a great chance for St Johnson to today. I think St Johnson will win it.
1: People always say that, sorry of, you know, about young players. And when you see young players that look good, because Hamilton have actually got an incredible youth setup. And we've we've played against a lot of their youth teams for 17s, 18s, and upwards. And the way they move the ball, but it's a different level. See, when you make that step up in the physicality. So as much as people are saying, if they're good enough, get them in the team. Hamilton do a very good job of getting them in the team. But at this level when you're, you know, slogging out games and uh, the middle of winter and whatnot, yeah. you know, these boys it, it would take a lot for them to come on and really stamp their authority. St
2: Mirren have just had a chance just a moment or two ago watching on St Mirren TV, Leon. Yeah, and they've
1: they've actually started really, really well, Paul. Um John O'Beekett was with a chance at the back post to get it in the half turn. Um if, Defensively, Rangers are are probably doing what they've they've done over the last month or so. But they just look a bit susceptible. They don't clear their box, um, and then they almost get panicked as if it it would be (laughs) the end of the world if they were to concede. But Abika's got to do better, and that you know it's been the story of his season. John Abika, at at times I think he gets himself into great areas. I've watched a lot of St. Mirren, but he's just not clinical. You know, he scores the goals that you perhaps wouldn't expect him to. uh, and then he misses you know, the great ones. chances so you know, a fantastic opportunity for some minute
2: to get ahead Davey just hearing from Rob who's been listening in Neil Lennon has said that Barkas is his number one that's what he said before kick off today so that sounds as though uh, they yeah. put him in today with a view to playing yeah, him on know, Saturday unless, yeah. he,
3: unless he has a howler yeah. this afternoon I'm pretty sure Barkas will, will start at Ibrox and and as we said Scott Brown's the other one that, that's, that's the big call for Neil Lennon mm-hmm. Scott Brown yep yeah. Okay, uh, it's the Go Radio Football
2: Show with OPC Energy Limited. Paul Cooney with Leanne Dempster, and uh, no, it's Leanne Crichton. We were speaking about Leanne Dempster. It's <laughs> funny, funny the that names hits. that
1: stick in your head, Paul. I knew that would happen, James. Honestly, <laughs> just
2: beforehand. So, with Leanne Crichton, we'll change that for the podcast uh, with Davy Proven. I'll try and come up with another. I can see for myself
1: you. as a chief executive. Right? Oh I'm yeah, one day. <laughs> yeah.
2: Well, what about the Scotland job? Who is it going to be uh, to follow Shelley Kerr?
1: Well, it'll be an interesting one. I, um, there's a few names being thrown out there, but you know it's always the same. I think we get quite narrow-minded in Scotland where we just think of the first Scottish names that we know. Um, I'd like to think there would be a, a, quite a bit of interest, you know, from across Europe in the job because there's not many international jobs that come up. I think the women's game would be, a, you know, a really fascinating place to be, even for somebody that h- has never been part of it. So it'll be interesting to see who puts their name in the hat. Do, do the
3: SFA pay the right money though to get the right person? That's that's the well, bottom line. Yeah,
1: that is a yeah, question, and for me, probably not. When you look at you know the club jobs that, that you can go into now, and certainly in the WSL with the, the jobs there, you go across to the states and uh, other jobs within the men's game. You know you drop down even into probably League One, League Two in England, and you would be earning um, a far stretch more than what the international women's job would get you in Scotland. So perhaps that's something that uh, the SFA you know will need to look at to get the right person in. Because
2: you firmly believe it should be on a par with the the men's manager.
1: I f- yeah. I mean, I, I don't know for certain um, in terms of what they earn, um, but. Uh, you know after I look at some of the figures and I don't think they're they're too close and that for me you know Probably blows my mind a bit to to think you know when we speak about a lot of equality these days that um, those two jobs that are you know the same job title but very different pay grades.
2: That's Leanne Crichton, Davy Proven and me, Paul Cooney, and um, we're looking forward to the matches later today and for Saturday afternoon when we're going to be here from twelve until four. Barry Ferguson in the studio with Davy Proven and myself, looking forward to that one. That I know about Barry is as well. He's, <laughs> al- he's already saying Davy he wants the home dressing room. <laughs> <laughs> what do <you> have <laughs> shin guards, we'll have a shin girl what clobber is he wearing so I've got an idea what he's going to wear but,
3: uh, as uh, any news from the Celtic game Celtic
2: Dundee United
3: lovely little ball played into the channel one of those disguised reverse passes of Ryan Christie to get Lee Griffiths into the inside left channel um, just about kept the ball in play to try and Try and cut it back, couldn't quite find the angle but Celtic continue to, to look very lively here. And
2: the big news there is it's Barkas in for Conor Hazard. Who would have thought that month ago you were saying Conor Hazard back out but it is Barca's. it looks as though he could play where well, he plays today and he could play on Saturday. For Rangers, uh, an attack a moment or two ago I Love Street?
1: Yeah, they're looking at a bit more dangerous. You know, They've managed to get a hold of the ball for the last couple of minutes but when they do get on it, St Mirren are just dropping in that really compact shape just the edge of the box, really difficult to break down and what you get with Jim Goodwin's side is a team that is really well organised defensively now you know a lot of communication moving side to side it would be difficult for Rangers to actually penetrate and um, get anything through them at, at this rate they're, they're looking at probably a set play to actually break them down but nothing really cutting an edge yet Paul
2: 400 appearances today on that pitch that you're watching on the telly 400 appearances who would that be for Rangers veteran 39 years old he's been away he's been back um, who's that? I think the goalkeeper Oh McGregor. oh,
1: McGregor, is that 400? Yeah, it's just come in, actually. You so actually I thought yeah. it was more than that.
3: But remember, his yeah, time away in nah, Hull true, City. And, true, true. Yep. Five years away, he was a year uh, in, yeah. in Turkey with Besiktas, didn't yeah. he? And then he back did. at Hull for Sweat. four seasons. Yeah.
1: Incredible. And that's even when you look at somebody like Conor Hazard. You know, you you mm-hmm. look at the age of him. I think it would be crazy to throw him in for the Old Firm. Do you? Yep. Because I just think it, it, it could go one or two ways, the Old Firm. You know, and I think these games in Scotland either make you or break you as a player. And I think there's a young goalkeeper like that off the back of, as Davey mentioned, the cup final. you know, Probably a couple of the goals he could have done a lot better with. Mm. I think you throw him in now, you risk ruining the boys' career, you know, and that sounds drastic, but when you look at somebody like Alan McGregor and the age he's at, you know, and the experience that he's accumulated over his career, um, I think goalkeepers, they get better with age, you know, and certainly Hazard's very, very young.
2: Tottenham against Fulham has been postponed, and Davey, there's a real worry in England. I know Sam Allardyce saying, let's have a circuit break, let's stop football for a while there. Our games are all on, but uh, that's another one off Man City, off the other day, Everton. What do you reckon?
3: Well... You know, this this is typical of the difference between the SPFL and the, the the Premier League in England. Premier League in England last season, you know, when all this kicked off, this COVID carry on kicked off, they were determined to get the games played, yeah. and they got them played. Here we we run up the white flag immediately because clubs were desperate for their prize money. For me to finish the season far too soon, ended up with Hearts and Thistle uh, wrongly relegated, and uh, we're now in a position where in England they're talking about a circuit breaker. And if they've got the time to take two weeks off in England, why do we not have the time to allow St Mirren and Motherwell uh, and the clubs at Kilmarnock, who had to forfeit points, why don't we give them the the chance to to play these games? There's enough time. You know, even if the clubs had to play every second night, surely that's better than taking points off of clubs. It has to be. Mm 3-0 defeats. Leanne, where do you stand on it?
1: Which is probably quite excessive. You know, I think... The problem is with, with a couple of the teams, you know, th- they've be- found themselves in that position as they've breached the COVID restrictions and the conditions that are in place in terms of returning to elite sport and, and whatnot. You know, that debate rumbles on because it is very, very difficult. But I think in the Premier League this week, there was 18 positive cases, is that yeah, right, roughly, yeah. which is the most that there's been since So somebody's breaking protocols started. down there as well. But, but even, there's no
3: investigation going on.
1: No, and that's. But also, I think it's one of those ones now. If the virus is so contagious, you, you could literally pick it up anywhere. Yeah. You know, so it's like these players are still having to go and put fuel in their car. They're course, still having yeah. to go into a supermarket. No, no they've go to so school. You know, you know, you've got families that are coming and going. Um, that's why I think it was
3: harshly on to take yep. to take the points. To make the clubs forfeit the, mm-hmm. the the points.
1: I think the stuff though, like the sharing cars and, and whatever that's something that's in place. You know that that's just a no go. It just doesn't yeah. happen. You know yeah. it's in place now. Even if I'm travelling to work and I'm going to cover a game, you don't travel with, with other members of staff now. So silly things like that that they've they've tripped themselves up. But there's certainly games that have been in there that have been, you know, cancelled and. Yeah.
3: I think a yellow card. Yeah. A, a yellow card. Like Aberdeen eight. Yeah. You know who go to the city centre, mm-hmm. got away with it, managed to get the game replayed. Uh, Ball and goalie, yep. Celtic didn't have to force it. I think, as,
1: as a whole, when you look at the numbers, even like the 18 positive cases, when you think about how out of control you, you could say they are mm-hmm. just now, probably 18 cases across the amount of people that have been yeah. tested in the Premier League isn't an awful lot. But um, I think when you look at elite sport being a luxury, almost isn't it? And that's what people are, are probably questioning. Would the circuit breaker really make too much of a difference? My concern would be that that circuit breaker of two weeks becomes a month, yep. becomes six weeks, and before you know it,
2: you're struggling, isn't it great to see Leanne back after that? How cold was it at, at the match? What Donald? Yes, yeah, by the way, Queens what Park. a game,
1: Paul. Listen, see, when you speak about um Scottish football and um, when that draw was made, you know. You just think for the junior players that are there, you know, guys that play their trade and they don't get an awful lot back for it, but it was absolutely freezing um, through in Kelty the other night, but I had the big jacket on, the hat, on, the gloves and the heated blankets. So I survived it. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Actually, we'll go to a break in a moment or two, but there's uh, been a corner kick for St Mirren, but it's headed away, so no scoring there, although the Saints still on the charge. It's a decent game there, been chances at both ends. The the best chance was uh, Obika. St Mirren have had yeah. the better
1: chances, Paul. They're looking... um dangerous you know i spoke about conley and McGrath and, and doyle hayes and certainly when rangers have got the ball they're actually pressing really high which i'm surprised at because not a lot of teams will come out and press rangers normally they, they, they sit really deep um to begin with but they're having a right go here
3: and the news from celtic dundee united Davy. celtic Bossing the game, Paul, and and Frimpong in particular down the right-hand side, a a real danger to Dundee United. Any time he can square the the full-back up, it looks as if he's going to get to the byline. Surprised that United aren't really doubling up on him because that is where the Celtic woods comes from. To a lesser extent, Laxal on the left. Uh, They've got to pay Frimpong a little bit more attention here, United. But you were saying at the beginning, Edward you could see yeah. it looks like Edward of yeah, old. Yeah, he looks yeah. much more lively. He looks as if he's really interested. Now, that hasn't always been the case this season. And some of the link-up with, with Lee Griffiths as well is very encouraging for Neil Lennon as well.
1: Tell you something, it will take for Celtic up against Benjamin Segrist yeah, today always. in the Dundee United goal. He, he could be the he could be the difference in games for Dundee United, and he certainly has been uh, so far this season, you know. But the saves he's pulling off are unbelievable, you know. No wonder clubs are looking at him, and certainly there was a rumor that Celtic um, were keeping an eye on him as well. And it'd be interesting to see if that would be something that would materialise in the January transfer window. I'm sure uh, Mickey Mellon would oh. be desperate to hold on oh. to him,
3: Davy. An absolute screamer 30 yarder from Sorrow Has put Celtic ahead
1: (laughs) Is that that special goal?
3: (laughs) Absolutely magnificent He's just been down a a down payment For a a place to start at Ibrox at the weekend Got about 30 yards out Dundee United not too concerned Given how far out he was And he put his right foot through it It's got bend on it Dip on it It's an absolutely fabulous finish Must move 4 or 5 feet from left to right To beat Segrist Absolute wonder goal
0: the Goal Radio Football
2: Show. Oh Cooney. It's the 30th of December. It is Wednesday. Yep, I've got that one right. And uh, there's one goal so far. It's Celtic one, Dundee United nil, and uh, it was sorrow from quite some distance. Uh, we'll hear more in a moment or two. Uh, Leanne St Mirren 0 Rangers nil.
1: yeah it's been a decent enough game so far Paul St Mirren have definitely had the better of the chances John Abica had a fantastic chance at the back post um, put it over the bar he just needed to at least work Alan McGregor in the Rangers goal but he wasn't able to convert or uh, work the goalkeeper and Rangers have now got a decent chance free kick at the edge of the box nah it's came to nothing
2: it's on St Mirren TV, so we can see our own Ali Defoy is on there with uh, Gordon Smith, someone you played against a
3: few times, Davey. Played with and yeah, against, yeah. Of course, after, I come on. Uh, I come on up with Gordon, yeah. Gordon yeah. went to Rangers, I went to Celtic, and we, we played against each other in some big old firm games, yeah.
2: Two of come, on. He was a good player, wasn't he? Yeah,
3: yeah. terrific play. player. Uh, played left side for us at Comarnac, and then uh, Rangers converted him to a, a striker, scored a lot of goals for him, a lot of important goals.
2: No goals so far then for St Mirren against Rangers and St Johnson against Hamilton is nil-nil as well. But that sorrow goal that you dis- well, you told us uh, from the tube, tell us again, well, David. Yeah, it's, yeah.
3: He picks up the ball. He's got to be 30 yards out. And if you're the, in fact, the Dundee United goalkeeper is probably thinking to himself, go on, hit it. You're not going to mm-hmm. beat me from there. And, you know, there's no urgency in the Dundee. The, neither of the, the two centre-backs, uh, Connolly or, or Reynolds, are, are in a hurry out to the ball because they don't think he's going to hit it. And all of a sudden he puts his right foot through it he struck across the ball and it took a huge late bend. It must, it must have moved four or five feet into the corner. Celtic are one up. So are Rangers, Leanne Crichton?
1: There we go. It's k uh, Roof that's grabbed the goal. I think it actually taken a bit of a deflection. I'm not sure whether he'll be credited with the goal, but they've managed to work the ball into the box down the right-hand side. Quite a tight angle. Um, that's why I think it's needed the aid of a deflection uh, to convert it goal-bound. But they've got their noses in front. I think St Mirren uh, has it's took a wee nick, yeah. Yep. One out Rangers though. but you giving it to Roof, yeah. Uh, Roof's getting it, yeah. He's got the shot, it is on target, so yeah. yeah I don't think it's really changed. Uh, I don't think it would have been enough to beat Anik, um, yeah. but certainly what form and, he's on. I think yes, he, he marked his uh spot for the old firm game, he has. Amar Roof
3: did Hadji get the assist there as well, he did, he, yes, yeah. yep. He's linking done. up well. Yeah. Do you think he'll play said the weekend? Hadji, I don't Pos- think
1: he will. Well, possibly, I think if you're, you're without Arfield, um, but there's no. Kent actually he's not started, does he? No, he's no. on the bench today no. so yep. you know, Kent will probably be the one yeah. that comes back in because I think when it, it comes to big games like that and the pace that he's got and that bit of trickery, um I, I you know, I'm torn between Hadji. I, I was laughing actually uh, in the Hibs game because I was listening to the radio uh, and Stephen Thompson was speaking about him. And it's the curse of the commentator; happens all yeah. the time. And he was saying, you know, the, the money that he's been worth, and yeah. he's not really quite done it. In Q, two minutes later, he get the goal against <laughs> Hibs, you know. And I'm texting, him, laughing, him, but I, I feel that same way. Where there's moments that, that Hadji plays, where he, he does really good things, yeah. um, but I just don't know if he's get if he's got. Quite that bit of quality um, that certainly Ryan Kent would
3: offer. There, there's a different pace and intensity about the old firm game. It's mm. unique. It's, it's different. And yep. I, I'm not sure Hadji is suited to it. Um, and I think he's. a uh, I love watching the boy. I think he's so skillful, mm. technically. You, you can't argue with what he's got in both feet. But that when it comes to that game, I think you've got a wee, a wee bit more about you. And I'm not sure he's got it. I, him, yep.
1: I think Arfield a big miss though. You huge, know,
3: huge.
1: It, it, and I think the good thing for Hadji is he's getting a run in the team now, and he's getting that opportunity. Perhaps he, he was in and out a wee bit more. Even his goals scored, he scored in the last two consecutive games, which is the same as what he'd scored in his first twenty-two games. Is Jack um, available?
3: So, is Jack back? Is I think that
1: there was chat that he, he's back training this week. he's certainly um, he's not made the squad today, right? And so maybe it's Saturday, on the bench. possibly yeah. on the bench. But even at that, an old firm game, being your first game back, I don't really know if they would take too many risks with so many games ahead. Um, but certainly. You know they've, they've got enough to choose from there in that Rangers side. It's
2: like a game like no other, Davy. What, what's the what's your memory of that? What, what would you say? That's, is the, why is that's why I've got no hair,
3: Paul. I played <laughs> thirty-four of them. That's why my hair fell out. Yeah. It's. Um, I think the the one thing that you, you always it's always going through your mind before the game. Don't lose. Mm-hmm. You, you can just it, about handle yep. a draw. Don't mm-hmm. lose. Do, lose the game and it's, it's just horrible. Would you Hor- feel,
1: Dave, in the build up to that? Like the night before and stuff? What's, you've c- you've can got a whole
3: Is yeah, that. Uh, certainly in the day of the game, you wake up with a knot in your stomach. Mm-hmm. And um, you probably know yourself it, that when you actually get out there, that disappears. But. The build-up, it's it's, um, it's suffocating. The what did it
1: take in the old firm seat to settle the nerves? Like when it, it was it a first touch or was it just yeah. getting out
3: the tunnel? Or don't, little... don't make a mistake with your first touch. Yeah. Make an easy pass. Make your, your first pass mm-hmm. an easy one. Complete it. Yeah. And, and settle into the game. Um, so did you? Do you remember what? when where you had a bad first touch? Oh, listen, you had so many good touches. I, 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 yeah. Absolutely. I, yeah. You know, had good games and and, and bad games. Um, fortunately, I had a good record in old firm games. Um, but, the, you know, the, the that is the one thing probably more than anything I miss in my career, the adrenaline rush yeah. of walking, out, like walking a- out the tunnel. Yeah, it's just, it's, it's hard to describe. It's unless incredible unless that, it,
1: that it's probably one of the only fixtures in world football that form literally goes mm. out the window. The amount mm. of old firm games that I've watched over the years, and you could tip either side, you know, that's in a great run of yeah. form, yeah. to go and for whatever reason, it, it just never seems to matter. Incredible.
2: Well, Rangers are one up at the moment at St Mirren and it was Kemar Roof scoring in 27 minutes. Celtic are one up at home to Dundee United and Emilia Sorrow the scorer after 23 minutes. So, Davy, now would you play Sorrow on Saturday?
3: Uh, I know you think we'd start with Brown. Could you play both from the start? I, I, I'm not sure if you could play Soro and Brown in the same team if you want to play two strikers. Mm. You know, you, you could play 4-2-3-1. But I, I, I think, Neil, I think this is a game A, Celtic have to win. Uh, and B, Griffiths and Edward are a proper partnership right now. So I think you'll want to play two up. And that makes it hard for me to think both Brown and Sora would play. I think it'll come down to a straight choice.
1: Yeah, I, I would agree with that. I mean, we, we just spoke about it there briefly when we, we went for that break, Paul. And I think you probably would lose one of the strikers and you would need to drop um, Edward back into the 10. And even at that, you then lose a Turnbull or a Christie. Um, and I think, you know, they don't deserve to be dropped you know I certainly think Soros just staked an absolute claim I could only imagine the the reaction at the weekend if you're him you know if they go on and win this game and he's grabbed a goal because you don't get too many defensive mids that do the job that he's expected to do in the team and also get on the score sheet from open play
2: Barisic has just gone down don't think it's a bad injury Leanne's going to check Davey anything happening in the East End
3: One, one way traffic I mean very often, when you see a side score, they take their foot off the gas, you know, for the next five, ten minutes. Not, not with Celtic here. There's a real intent, a real urgency about them today, which must really please Neil Lennon. Not only are they one up, but they're, they're battering Dundee the United and looking for the second goal. And the news on Barisic?
1: No, he's back up in his feet. Paul, he's all right. I'm just having a laugh. There. There's like some of the Rangers just, just as. This play had stopped they're having a bit of a debate I think it was Goldson and, and Tavenier just perhaps defensively a wee issue
3: OK Davey what's been happening Fa- Fabulous chance for Celtic they a little ball dinked in behind for Lee Griffiths who I think at time has run perfectly he's looking over the linesman not sure whether offside's been given but a beautiful little ball dinked in by Turnbull and Seagrist has pulled off a wonder save Volley, first time volley from Lee Griffiths after he's played in got plenty on it and it's a fabulous save by Seagrist There's three players really on form Seagrist Turnbull Griffiths.
1: Yep, unbelievable. Oh, it's a short back pass. There we go. 2-0 Rangers. Who do you think the scorer was?
2: Got to be Roof. <laughs> uh, no, it's no. not actually. He's back today.
1: The Rangers fans are delighted. That it's Morelos. Oh, yeah, no. yeah. yeah, he's back in the score score sheet. Uh, and just in time as well for the old firm coming off. I suppose, when there's decisions to be made, because he's one of these players that's been in and out of the team as well. St Mirren are just, they've tried to be far too cute. It's Joe Shaughnessy, he's blindly um, tried to knock the ball back to Jack and he, he scuffed it with inside his right foot and Morelis is um, sharp as attack and he's in and slotted it past the keeper.
2: And we're saying about Edouard and Griffiths that that looks more like the Morelis that we've known for the past couple of years but haven't seen now for some months.
1: Well I think that's huge as well Paul. I think for Rangers uh, fans, I think for the preparations ahead of the old firm, I think when you're a striker that's perhaps been lacking in confidence, um, you know, yes, he's performing and he's doing a different job for the team, but as a striker, you need goals. You know, and when he's looking at Ruth scoring, when he's looking at Hadji scoring, um, when Itton's coming on and grabbing a goal, when Defoe's scoring goals, I think that plays in your mind. So, a huge goal. and I certainly think he'll be more than happy ahead of the old firm as well.
2: Big moment for Morellis then, and for his confidence, Davey.
3: Yeah, yeah, and I think it is a confidence uh, thing with him at the moment. You know, he he does not have the swagger he had previously, and and when he's not scoring, his body language isn't good either. I'm not sure he puts himself about the way he should. Um, This might be a corner that he had to turn.
1: He's not a player that almost looked I mean, and this is me judging because you would never see it on the pitch. But when you see some players that don't score, they're all almost happy for their teammates, and you can see it. You know, it doesn't matter who scores. You know, if I I watch a lot of Liverpool, so you look at the way they play as a team, and Firmino doesn't get a lot of goals, but if he's creating for Mane, um, Salah. You Just think, wow, what, what a team Whereas I think Morelos looks raging when he's not scoring, <laughs> he just yes, looks is, like that. It's all the it's time.
3: time. and um, I'll tell you what sums him up,
1: which is not a bad thing, baby, because that's you know some of the best yeah. strikers in the world, it's all about no, them,
3: yeah, 100%. Right, I'll tell you, I'll tell you what's what summed Mireles up when, when he beat Ali McCoy's scoring record against Benfica. Tavernier gets himself to the byline, plays it across, and he's got a tap in, so he taps the ball in. Tavernier goes to embrace him. He biffs Tavernier out of the way so he can go and have a solo celebration on his knees. And I thought, that just sums you up. It's all about Alfredo now. Now... Leanne's right. As long as I'm scoring for you, you can put up with anything. But that 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 sums them up. Yeah. And that's that, why he throws the gloves and all that. He hates coming know. off. Doesn't he?
1: And see, want see that sort of behaviour yeah. I, That I couldn't be bothered with that. If <laughs> honestly, if that was my teammate, yeah. they would be getting sure. told because <laughs> yeah. it's it's genuinely not about you. You know, it, especially when you're at a club like Rangers or Celtic it, in the year it is um, and how important it is in a couple of seasons that, that it's been. There ain't no place for people to be thrown uh, their dummy out the pram. Yeah.
3: Particularly when yeah. when Stephen Gerrard has, you know, put S- his neck on the line S- for this player, climbing, and yeah. then to you know to be throwing glo- gloves when yeah. he's been taken off and kicking gates. I mean, grow you
1: know up I even thought about it today. I was watching a, a, a thing that they were speaking about the dementia in football, um, and you know, h- you know how significant the, the increase is in the numbers yeah. in, in football. And I was thinking back to even that challenge the other week where he's got the ban then comes mm-hmm. from with the arm and stuff, and I'm thinking in and around the head, it's so dangerous, you know. And I just think it's stuff, it's moments like that that Alfredo Morelos needs to get out of his game, one way or another, because ultimately that will define him as a player, you know. It doesn't matter how many goals he scores at Rangers, if he ever moves on to another club, um, the moments of madness will be what defines him.
2: It's the Go Radio Football Show with Leanne Crichton and Davy Provin and OPC Energy Limited and me, Paul Cooney. We are uh, keeping you up to date with Rangers who are two up against St Mirren. So Rangers, remember, 16 points clear of Celtic, but Celtic are one up against Dundee United. And uh, how Leanne Celtic would like another goal before half time because two, I mean, it's not over at two, <coughs> in Celtic's case these days, look at Hearts a couple of weeks ago, but they could do with another goal.
1: No, they need that extra goal because I think even they'll have an eye on this St St Mirren Rangers game today you know they'll be hoping off the back of that League uh, Cup exit that Rangers had against St Mirren the other week that it could be Another you know potential banana skin for them, but if anybody goes in and checks the score, and I'm actually surprised. You know it's only thirty six minutes and Rangers are two 0 up, looking very comfortable now. Um, I think Celtic will be desperate to get that second goal and put the game. But at that point, you've got substitutions that you can use. Yep. You get the game in the bag. We speak about recovery. The kick off's a bit earlier today. Ahead of that, uh, January second, you know Old Firm. Get players off, rest them, regroup, and you go again.
2: Davey, Rangers did have a slow start uh, St Martin had a great chance as you heard earlier of Beaker, but uh, Rangers now finding their rhythm and that's what you want three days before the Old Firm game isn't it?
3: Well, first of all you want to win the game today and 2-0 yep. and up, I don't think someone yep. can give Rangers 2 of a start Celtic have to convert the dominance they have in this game into a second goal at 1-0, Mickey Mellon on the, the touchline you know, be really surprised that United are still in the game and at 1-0 you're always in the game no matter mm-hmm. How, how little of the ball you're seeing and how much you're being dominated 1-0 is is a, is a horrible lead to protect Celtic so have, have to get a second goal here
2: it's 0-0
3: Hamilton at uh,
2: St Johnson at the moment well Liverpool found that out the other night you, you watch Liverpool a lot one goal wasn't enough right at the end Big Sam's uh, West Brom got the equaliser
1: yep and that's just football you know West Brom they go and sneak a point against Liverpool and I think they get battered last night Sam wasn't too happy (laughs) listening to his (laughs) uh, press conference after it but you know that's football and it's a dangerous place to be 1-0 you know especially when there's so much importance and significance riding on the results where there's no margin for error Um, you know you're desperate to get that second goal and as time edges on in games I always think regardless to how much control you've got when it enters into that last five, ten minutes of the game, you just, whatever happened, you drop deeper and you yep. sometimes cannot help but drop deeper, um, almost soaking up the pressure. So it's not, it's, it's definitely not a nice place to be. You know, you'd rather have that cushion. Yep.
3: David, more news. Yeah, David Turnbull with a second. Another long distance effort here. Uh, again, United not getting out to the ball quickly enough. He's got to be 25 yards out and he smashed a right foot uh, shot low pass Segris to the goalkeeper's right hand side Celtic at last have converted that superiority into a second goal is that 38 minutes 39 minutes in the you, match yeah yep. gets, gets out his feet and a lovely little dip of the shoulder to, to lose one of the United defenders who was coming out to the ball and he's found the inside of the left hand post from 25 yards nothing Segris can do about that terrific strike from Turnbull who I think if you play in that position if, if he's allowed to play in that free position he'll be good for 10-12 goals every season
1: Absolutely. That, that's why it blows my mind that he, he's not had a chance sooner, David Turnbull, because that's what you get from him. You know, whether it's goals or it's assists, uh, he's that one player that Celtic have got that can unlock the door the same way Ryan Christie's done for so long, James, James Forrest has done for so long. Um, you know, and, and there they go. They're, they're up today and neither of the two strikers have scored yet.
2: Game on for this weekend, isn't it, Leanne? Oh, it's heating
1: up lovely, Paul. We love it in Glasgow. We absolutely love it. Um, And whatever happens, there's always a story. There's always um, something to get us going beforehand. And I think for both of these sides, I mean, you'll be absolutely buzzing if you can get the three points in the bag today and you get up the road happy. You know, get the feet up and, and you're absolutely looking forward to it regardless of what side you're on.
3: Here's one, right? So... If Celtic lose at Ibrox at the weekend, for me yeah. it's over, it's finished. Yeah. If Celtic win, I think, it's, I think the door's open again. If you're Celtic and you win at Ibrox, would you not be going to try and get a wide player in in the absence of mm-hmm. James Forrest? Patrick Roberts is, is desperate to leave middles, but Neil Warnock is not going to play him. I mean, if you're Celtic, would you not be breaking your neck to bring him back to Glasgow?
2: So that came up on Monday night, mm-hmm. and that's the question I asked Davy um, when the news came that Middlesbrough don't want him. The loan period will be over, Leanne. Surely it's, it's a no-brainer.
1: That's a no-brainer. Yeah, yeah, I think he was he had an outstanding spell at, at Celtic. You know, when he was there previously, for whatever reason he's dropped. You know, he's went back down there. He's obviously looking at. You know, I get why players look to get back down to England, one financially, but two, I just think the market and. You know, everything that surrounds it in in terms of the publicity of the leagues down there is much more significant than up here. But I just also think if you're happy as a footballer, why would you know be desperate to get back to somewhere that you were happy, that you were enjoying your football? Um, Would it be the same as perhaps it was when he was here under Brendan Rodgers for? I don't know if it would be quite the same feeling in terms of the coaching um, because I think he's a player that came was it Man City he came through it yeah. Yeah, and I just think the way that you're coached at a club like Man City and everything that's done for you I don't quite know if it's like that at Celtic now just with the the change in Man not to say that it's, it's Better or worse, um but I just don't know if it would be first option. But
2: but if there is the gap. But if Celtic you know, can and get if they're him, chasing it, you know, if, if Celtic win they it need at the yeah. they need a
1: wide player, regardless they need a wide player yeah. because I know James Forrest is due back soon, but I just don't know how quickly you get him up to speed, you know, and there's no margin for error for okay. Celtic whatsoever.
2: Rangers are two up, Celtic are two up, we're back in a moment.
1: Let's go. Home.
2: Paul Cooney with Davy Proven, Leanne Crichton, the Go Radio Football Show with OPC Energy Limited. Thanks for making the switch. You've missed nothing. It's still St Mirren nil, Rangers two, and Celtic two, Dundee United nil. Leanne, of uh, what's happened in the last few minutes?
1: Yes nothing really too much Paul to be honest it's settled down, Rangers are I think just looking to get themselves to half time, St Mirren are certainly needing a response Um, but they've managed, that's at half time now Um, but certainly a a flying start from Rangers, St Mirren certainly had the the better of the chances early on, never managed to convert, Rangers punished them for that and then an error from Joe Shaughnessy uh, allowed Alfredo Morelos to get in and sneak the second and I'm sure Stephen Gerrard and his, his backroom team will be more than happy
2: Roof and Morella's the scorers, as you mentioned. Davy. dying moments of the first half at Celtic.
3: Yeah, half-time now. Half-time Whistle has, has just gone. Celtic, two up and well worthy of a, a two-goal lead. Uh, ironically enough, the, the two boys who've come into the team recently, uh, Sorrow and, uh, and Turnbull, both with uh, long-range efforts, both uh, right-footed. Um, and absolutely nothing that Zegrees, the outstanding the United goalkeeper, could do about either, and, and no more than Celtic deserve at half-time. Sorrow
2: in 23 minutes, and Turnbull in 40. If you're just tuning in, it's Barkas in goal for Celtic. Julian has come into the side after he missed at the weekend with a knock, and Lexal is in. And for Rangers, Morales back in the starting lineup and getting a goal, which could be really important for him.
1: Yeah, I think it's huge, Paul, in terms of his confidence. You know, I spoke about it earlier on. He's, he always looks a bit grumpy when he's not scoring goals, and it's been a while. Uh, as much as the team are performing and and doing well I think he's one of these players that just needs to always know um, that he's contributed and and he does that by scoring goals Um, so a huge win I think it will be for Rangers today you know off the back of that League Cup exit, I think it would have been in their minds today, they would have been looking for revenge as Davey mentioned earlier on um, and so far you know, it's looking good for that and, and certainly gearing up towards a, a fantastic old firm game at the weekend
2: And St Johnson nil, Hamilton nil. that's the half time score, uh, Livingston against Aberdeen should have been kicking off in 10 minutes but it was postponed just about uh, an hour ago, so everyone was there ready for the match but the 5G, is it 5G there they have? Yeah I think yeah, it is, is yeah uh,
3: how can it be playable this morning and not playable just before kickoff? Yeah, Explain I, that. Yes, I mean, I, I don't yeah. get that. Sh- surely, I, think I know it, there's no crowd going to the game, but give people notice. Yeah, you know I, mean?
1: yeah I think what's happened, yep. they've maybe got away with that a bit more because there isn't fans travelling. Um, what they've maybe done is hoped that you know, with the sun coming up today, it would have possibly cleared that a wee bit. You know, these pitches can change quite quickly depending on, on the exposure that they get, but. I think, you know, they're desperate to keep as many games on as, as they possibly can and they've left it to the last minute, which is not great, but certainly um
2: But I'm Rob not McLean's surprised. not happy.
3: Rob McLean is not Wait, he's having not. it. He'll be on here tomorrow night and
2: uh, he'll have something to say Flesh about it. Yeah? How are you
3: getting on with the <laughs> so the club T V Davey? It's uh well a couple of well known faces there. Very Jackie good, yeah, Jackie, John, McNamara? Jackie McNamara and John Hartson at half time, yeah. And coverage has been very good from Celtic TV, yeah. Get to see
1: Jackie McNamara yeah, back sure as well thing. after his his illness yeah. and yeah. he's he's scared you know such a young guy I've met Jackie a couple of times and uh, a real pleasure to be in his company you know but great to see him back especially doing things like that it shows you you know how well he's getting and, and back to his old self
3: what what a player eight hundred thousand pounds Tommy Burns paid 800000 eight hundred thousand I mean you think what his type would wow. be worth now mm-hmm. is that Edible? all they paid yeah yeah from wow. Dunfermline terrific. Of course, yeah. Dad was a great player as well. Jackie yeah, Senior. I, I, yep. Yeah, I remember. Hard the yeah, boy. Indeed, Hibs, Hibs loved him, didn't, didn't want they? Fall out so. with Jackie in the no. Car. Oh, no. Did, yeah. oh, 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 no, 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 no. Proper uh, hard man.
2: Yeah. And uh, I keep saying new love Street, and Ali hates when I say that, but I see Tony Fitzpatrick, another great player, the chief exec of St Mirren. And, you know, I think he said one of the quotes of the season when he, and people chuckled, ourselves included maybe, um, when he said, we could be top six. And I, he might be right. I was one
1: of them. Paul, I had a wee laugh because I thought "Mm, I don't know so much when you you look at the the teams that are certainly below them now St Mirren, Kilmarnock, Motherwell you know teams that were uh, St Johnston, sorry Kilmarnock, Motherwell teams that you're used to seeing in and around that 4th, 5th, 6th spot anyway Um, but credit to them you know he's Backed Jim Goodwin, um, I remember hearing Jim speak earlier in the season when he was going on about, you know, give us a chance once we get players back fit, once we've got a full squad to choose from, because they have had their problems. Um, but certainly... Now they are back fit. They, they look like a right handful. Not today. you know, They've no. had a couple of errors that have cost them. But certainly they look like a side that could be top six uh, and stay there.
2: Because at the top, Rangers on 56. That should go 59. Celtic on 40. They should go 43. Aberdeen on 38. But the match is off today, as you know. So Hibbs later have got a chance to go. They're in 36 at the moment. Dundee United on 25. Livingston on 24. St Mirren on 21, as you mentioned. Kilmarnock on 17, along with St Johnson. Motherwell two, so tough times for them. Hamilton and 14 and Ross County on 13. Davey, what about those matches this evening? Hibs against Ross County. Tough for Yogi to take his team, you know, it's been a tough start for him. Two players off at the weekend. Yeah, Celtic, Celtic. away from home and then Hibbs yep. away from home.
3: Yeah. Um, and Jack Ross' side played well, even though they lost the Ibrox at the weekend. Um, you, You've got a fancy Hibs. Great incentive as well. They can go third on the table if, if they won that. There's almost two leagues uh, operating yeah. at the moment. You've got mm-hmm. the top four Hibs Aberdeen, the old firm, uh, and the rest, you know, trying to make top six. But it, it, it's, it's terrific stuff.
1: What an opportunity, I think, for Hibs tonight. They've missed a couple of opportunities over the, the last month or so, results that um, have cost them. I think they've have lost, I think, it's three or four games from a winning position that they've went on to then draw. Um, you tally those points up and you, you look at the position that they could have been in just well, now. What know. do
3: they do, Leanne, if they get an offer from Nisbet in, in January? Yeah. That, that's the question, isn't it? Because there's every chance they will. Uh,
1: I think a club like Hibs will take it, you know, depending on, on what the money is. The same same Sheffield with United, maybe. Same with Dundee yeah. United and, and Lauren Shankland, you know. Yeah. I think when, when clubs come looking um, and they're willing to pay, you know, a couple of million, I think it would be really tough to hang on. It would Kevin Nisbet want to move with a push for a place at the Euros, possibly. You know, an outsider mm. would they want to move and try and settle within four months and, and find a bit of form, perhaps not get the same amount of chances mm. that you get at Hibs stay at Hibs and you keep scoring for four months and you get yourself into double figures I think for Kevin but you would maybe say listen I'll hold off you know as a footballer that's it's what, I, that's it's what it's I would be doing week, no you could possibly get him in a pre-contract though does somebody need him urgently Um so I don't know I think it would be a huge loss to them right enough Doidge he's back today uh, for yeah. Hibbs as well after his suspension he's been another player that's kicked on this season mm-hmm. um, I was a bit unsure of him last year again couple of opportunities that he would pass up but certainly he's found a bit of form under Jack Ross and I would expect them to win that comfortably you're going for tonight. the home win yeah. it
2: would be tough Davy that's exactly what I was thinking Leanne if you go from 3, 4 or 5 grand a week uh, to 30 grand oh it's
1: life changing yeah. money and it's, it if United,
2: if it is them they need them now they just can't they can't buy a No, they, yeah. they, they, they can't wait doesn't oh, yeah. look good doesn't now for, for the manager, no, I mean, it's, it's, well, yeah. you know,
3: the good thing is that Sheffield United have already said they will stand by good, yeah, Chris Wilder, which is good to hear because I mean, he did a terrific job, he's got them two promotions, they were fabulous last season, just missed out in Europe. Yep. Uh, I hope they stand with him. Um, but I'll tell you what, um, Hibbs will get an offer from this but whether mm-hmm. it's Sheffield United or someone mm-hmm. else, they'll get an offer in January for him.
1: I think it's good that Sheffield United have backed the manager because I think teams like that need to be realistic yeah. of where they're at and the level that they're operating within you know is it realistic for Sheffield United to you know have a season like they did last year was that um a, you know a fluke if you like or i just think the money that's getting spent down in that division i think if you <laughs> To even get into it, you're probably doing very, very well, you know. But to make quick changes, I just don't think it's fair all the time.
2: You're just tuning in. Celtic are two up at half-time against Undy United. And Rangers are two up at St Mirren. It's Sorrow and Turnbull for Celtic and Roof. And, remember that name, Morellis, Morellis back in the score sheet for Rangers. Uh, a match tonight, Davey, Motherwell against Kilmarnock. But first of all, we would want to talk about the the idiot the, uh, who sent a racist letter to the club I mean it's just appalling isn't it sending it about Alec Dyer but I see everyone has come out and and condemned him
3: Yeah I mean I I, I don't know how you find the words that are are strong enough Um, you just got to hope they can identify this individual and and punish him Um, obviously Alec Dyer is having a hard time professionally at the moment with his team not doing well That's the last thing he needs. Shocking, isn't it? So, and the club came out right away and everyone has. There's nothing else you can say, really, Leanne.
2: No, I I mean,
1: the thing is, people like this are are wanting to be spoken about. That's the the sad reality of it, Paul. You know, a lot of times on social media, I've experienced it myself, people targeting you with abuse through, you know, messages, Mm. direct messages, different stuff, you know. People like that are actually more happy and content when you respond to it because that's exactly what they're after. Uh, Alex Dyer... Great guy. I've actually loved listening to his press conferences over the last month. He's under a lot of pressure. I think the way he speaks and the way he carries himself, you know, it is impeccable. Um, and he certainly, you know, nobody deserves that level of abuse. Certainly not targeted in, in the manner in which it was. So hopefully, as Davy says, they, they get to the bottom of it and you know the person, you know, gets into trouble that sure. like they should because it's a disgrace.
2: And for the match tonight, both teams need points, don't they? Look at Comanic, uh, Gary Dicker, of course. They've missed their skipper so badly, but he's still out for another couple of weeks.
1: Either missing him they're missing him in there he's that enforcer probably he's that one that organises them and, and gets them going. Um I was at the at Rugby Park in Boxing Day for the Livingston game. Um wasn't too much I the conditions were unreal you know I, I was you. glad I was I was sitting up the back of the stand and we actually played a game similar to that in March against Celtic and it should never have gone ahead because when you had the wind and the rain the way it was in Boxing Day It's no football, um, but credit to Livingston, you know, what a result in the final minutes. But I felt for Kilmarnock because the, the spark's just not there. You're looking at players that a couple of seasons ago, even your Eamon Brofies, you know, that were in the head, speaking about moves, potential moves, where was he going to go next? And he's just lost that form, you know, they just don't have that killer instinct. And Kabamba up top, he was a player earlier in the season that was grabbing them goals. I just don't know what it is that's missing, but certainly Dicker is a huge one.
2: What do you think tonight, Motherwell? on, I think it'll be
1: tight, but Motherwell are, are struggling as yeah, well. You know, yeah. I've got a draw written all over it. I reckon.
2: A score draw. Hmm.
1: Uh, maybe I not. don't even know if they've no. got goals. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, a score draw. Yeah.
2: Chris Burke's going to be with us tomorrow, Davy, and you've worked with Chris as well.
3: Yeah, I scored again uh, at the weekend. Yeah, he did. Yeah. So what about tonight? Maybe. I'm not lately, and I can't separate them at all. They're both in free fall, both managers under pressure. Um, yeah, one each draw for me. One each. And Livingston against Aberdeen, as you know,
2: is off. And that's uh, another game for Aberdeen. There'll be a couple of games in hand then. Celtic have three in hand. Rangers uh, have played 20. They're on 56 points. Celtic have played 17. Uh, they're on 40. And the batch is this weekend. It's a 12.30 30 kickoff. We'll be on 12 until 4. It's going to be some afternoon. Quick break, and then we're back for the
0: second half.
1: we lost track Paul every day just feels the same
0: we're on from
2: 2 till 4 <laughs> do you manage to have, relax much get a small I know you're not a big drinker do you know what we, I've you, actually yeah.
1: probably been as busy over this festive period than, than I've ever been just because of the games um, I've trained I'm studying a degree just now as well and because it's a fast track there's no time off so literally we've, we're right through Christmas and New Year what and are you my, for? Um for? professional sports writing and broadcasting yeah through Staffordshire University cracking course really really good I've learned loads on it uh, and I'm also in the middle of my A licence as well so I've been up two in the morning I was up till last night uh, enjoyed a glass of wine night enough doing my, uh, my essays and my... <laughs> don't tell Scott Booth that
2: no. <laughs> Davey uh, so we're about to kick off I see Rangers back out in the field so Mirrenil Rangers two it's Roof and Morell is the scorers
3: Celtic back out they, they've kicked off at Celtic Pond and the United have just passed up a really good chance I think it was Nicky Clark through on the goalkeeper a slight angle uh, tries to dink Barkas um, and Julien's managed to get back and clear the ball from the line, but in doing so, he's injured himself. He's down getting treatment at the moment, but this does not look good. Julien, yeah? Julien. Yeah, who was... Uh, he had he was the just weekend, back, was he? Yeah. It was a late fitness yep. test, I think, mm-hmm.
1: to, to start today. I was actually surprised, but I suppose ahead of the, the old family, you'd be looking to get minutes on his legs. Yep. Um, looking
3: at it here, he's, he's cleared the ball on the line, and, and the momentum of his... the weight of his, his body, actually, is carried through on the surface, and he's clattered off the right-hand post, so that this is this is not good news for for Neil Lennon ahead of the Old Firm game,
1: and you probably wouldn't take any oh. chances, you know. Even if he, he thinks he can carry on, now you would possibly just look to yep. to get him off. What I was thinking with that as well is it might be a, a telling uh, sign. If you see Scott Brown on today, you know mm-hmm. if if they go and take Sorrow off at any point to yep. to rest them, I think that will give you an indication whether you know he's looking to start him in the Old Firm game because I don't think you would bring Scott Brown on if he was going to play mm-hmm. um, in the Old Firm.
2: Good point, Davy. You winced there. Was it the replay?
3: Yeah, showing up a slow motion replay. He's clattered both legs into the, the you know the post. He couldn't stop himself. He's, he's been quick enough to make the clearance, which he, he did really well. And his momentum has taken him right onto the framework of the goal and Celtic physio at the moment. Trying to, to do some work on his left leg to, to see if he can continue, but does not look good. It's, it's it's a bad injury here.
1: There's options here. I mean Beaton is on the bench, Duffy's on the bench. Yeah. You would just get him off if if there's any doubt, you know, why risk it? Yep. Beaton know? did
2: well at the weekend.
1: Yeah, yeah. I, I really like Beaton. Um, you know, and I think he'll be he'll be disappointed not to find his place in the team mm. today.
3: David, you saw him at the weekend. What did you think of Beaton? Uh, I think I think Beaton is good in a three. I think he's he's really good when he's spare when he can get himself spare, when he's got to pick up. Mm -hmm. I'm I'm not sure if he's got to pick up. um, I I don't think when he when he has to pick up and Rangers will play with two up, won't he? One up and one
1: off. Yeah, normally the three. I so they would be picked up. Celtic will need to go a back four. You know, I think definitely.
3: He's, he's still getting treatment it's Shane Duffy who's been called back to the dugout now so Shane Duffy will be coming on any minute now I was about to say what would Neil Lennon be saying at half time two goals
2: as I mentioned wasn't enough against Hearts because you know Hearts came back so what do you think he's been saying at half time about how just, they approach
3: just, I think just give us more of the same mm-hmm. you know they, they were terrific at Hamilton but probably didn't get too much credit because it was Hamilton yeah. they're playing a better side to, today with this, with no disrespect to Hamilton um, but they've been very lively Celtic moved the ball really well front two good. Sorrel, Turnbull, look good Sorrow Turnbull looking the part um, so you're right Paul it's Bitton who's getting stripped as well Shane Duffy's come right. back to the, the dugout but it's biton who's putting the strip on but Aki's what I would say the other night, David. The conditions were horrendous, weren't they?
2: Uh, Barry Ferguson, who, as you know, on here three times a week, but also the manager at Kelty Hearts, he said it was the coldest he'd ever been at a football match at the yeah. weekend on, on Saturday evening. He said it was horrendous.
3: Well, we we, we did. We, I was on the gantry for for uh, Sky, yep. and they're, they're the worst conditions I've broadcast in in 25 years of Sky. Yeah. The the wind, the, the rain was just driving into our faces. We're wide open up on top of the the, the, the small stand that. At the, is it, yep. What is it, the Fountain of Youth Stadium they at, call at, it? I believe yep. it is at the moment, Fountain of yeah. It, yeah. it, it yep. was absolutely horrendous. Yep. Mm-hmm.
1: No, it was, it was ridiculous. Um, I was just ever so thankful that the match I was at was Rugby Park, and luckily, where the press is there, you're, you're right up the back of the stand away from it. But even the drive down, you know, I was terrified. The, the wind right. and the rain, and I just thought, I'm glad I'm. Uh, the one speaking about this football the day, no playing in it that's Leanne Crichton who plays normally <laughs> in Glasgow City
2: and she's glad to be You can anywhere.
1: tell I'm getting old now uh, it, when you're <laughs> just happy to be inside with, uh, what, the heating on <laughs>
2: what is your drink of choice is it a hot chocolate or bovril at the football <laughs> <laughs> just so we know what's happening at St Mirren Rangers uh,
1: St Mirren have actually looked quite dangerous in the last couple of minutes Rangers defensively um they just look a, a bit shaky at times, you know, balls in behind, they, they kind of get caught in the hop, um, certainly with the physicality and the presence of, of John Abika, they've just had a chance there, St Mirren, Alan McGregor's made the save, but they they just look a bit rattled uh, mm. at times, but St Mirren are certainly not out of this game, you know, that they, they've certainly started the second half the better of the two sides, Um in as much as Goldson and Helander are two big physical centre-backs, they get turned an awful lot. You know, and I think that if if you're Celtic and you're going to take any confidence, if you've got a Lee Griffiths and an Edward up top, um, you'd certainly be looking to get in their faces and really test them
2: as St Myrna have been trying to do. Obika is such a powerful player. I heard what you said earlier, you'd expect him to sometimes the easy chances he misses and then he can score ridiculous goals.
1: Aye, there's there's just moments, Paul, in games where you just think he's done everything right, Mm -hmm. you know, compose yourself, Either just side foot it into the net, there's times he'll try and blast it, just his decision making lets him down, but he works ever so uh, hard for the team, he links the game really well, But for a long time, that was what was missing from Saint Mirren was goals in their side as well. And luckily this season, you know, as I said, Jim Goodwin's recruited well and brought in players like McGrath that have have Mm. grabbed important goals. But um, and they've come from all over the place. Marcus Fraser, another one that has got on the score sheet. But what they didn't have was a a, a ruthless clinical striker.
2: Still, Saint Mirren nil, Rangers two. Davy,
3: what's happening? Any word on Julian? yeah I mean he's he's, he's still lying uh, behind the goals getting the treatment Paul wow. so they, they haven't even managed to get him on the stretcher yet it's, it's a bad injury I think you know I'm not a doctor not a physio but um, my money at the moment would be on him being nowhere near the team at, at the weekend Yep. so Beaton in or Duffy beat on and he's going yep. to play right centre back in a back four yeah right yep
1: I don't know and that that will be a concern for mm. Neil Lennon because he's he's looked to get Julian back in today. You know, they've gotten that fitness test. He was in his mind for the weekend because there's no reason why he would have started today otherwise coming back from injury. Uh, you wouldn't have forced him back if he didn't think he was ready. Uh I think that would be a big blow if Celtic were to lose, you know, Julian ahead of the, the old firm.
2: So we'll keep you right up to date with what's happening there. With OPC Energy Limited, it's uh, St Mirren 0 Rangers 2 and Celtic 2, Dundee United 0. Still no scoring at McDermott Park, which David described as one of the coldest as well we <laughs> am with this chat uh, last week. Perth, doesn't
3: yeah, it? I thought it was the coldest until I went at
1: Hamilton
2: at <laughs> the <laughs> <laughs> 0-0 there, St Johnson against... Uh, Hamilton Aki's second bottom of the table. Ross County are playing later this evening against Hibbs at 6 o'clock and then Motherwell against Kilmarnock at 6.15. Um, it's going to be a, a really tough weekend for a lot of people who will remember the 66 people who died, Davy at the Ibrox disaster 50 years to the day. It ended up 1-1 at the end. and. Uh, 66 people lost, they went to the football and didn't come home, 66 Rangers fans. Yeah,
3: absolutely uh, shocking, I'm, I'm obvi- obviously old enough to to remember it, yeah. to remember the impact it had and if there was, if there is such a thing as a legacy from that, it was the rebuilding of Ibrox Stadium, yeah. Willie Waddle decided, um, and there had been a couple of incidents previous to that on the same same stairway, decided that the ground had to be rebuilt, that had to be safer, um, if my memory serves me correctly, he went to Germany he and did. looked at uh, one West of the Valley. grounds in, in Germany and came back. And Eyebrooks was rebuilt um, basically as, as in the memory of those who who sadly lost their lives that day.
2: There was a programme disclosure on BBC Scotland the other night on the Scotland Channel. Leanne, it was it was absolutely brilliant. I recommend people go on and uh, watch it. Yeah. Um, it just tells you and it tells you the story of the friends from Markinch in Fife who went to the match and didn't come back. Teenagers. And it's so sad speaking to their families and friends. Some of them, they, they were Rangers fans because it was at that end of the ground, mm-hmm. stay 13, and some Celtic fans. So they would go to the supporters' buses, they would go in the separate ones, and then they were all home. And the saddest thing is when you're seeing them waiting for the, the train coming in until the midnight train and they didn't come back.
1: That's oh, heartbreaking, Paul. It's absolutely heartbreaking, you know. And, and even we, we spoke earlier in, in terms of technology and, you know, people that never had mobile phones in, you know, families that would have been sitting, living in hope that. Um, you know, it wasn't going to be their families that are affected, but no, it's terrible with anybody that goes to a football game and and doesn't come back, you know. I think football, regardless of what team you support, you're you're part of a wider family, um, and certainly moments like that have have rocked football, you know, and thankfully the club's made a difference in terms of the stadiums and made it safer and and whatnot, but it's incredible to think that that these are disasters that we live with and we still speak about, and rightly so, we, we remember them.
2: Yeah, and Obviously, there'll be a minute silence on Saturday uh, just before the match uh, Rangers against Celtic. So it's the Go Radio football show, 11 minutes past uh, four on a Wednesday afternoon. It's still St. Myrin nil, Rangers two. Yellow card came out there, I think. Obica, th- yeah, yeah, I
1: think it's maybe just a, a stray arm um, on Golden. Um, I, I never actually got a, a clear look at that there, Paul, but no, certainly, you know, Obika doing what Obica does, and um. Rangers just looking to, to break up play. What I did notice here was Alfredo Morelos. he was in very, very deep defender and, and working hard for the team. Uh, another half chance there for Rangers. Um, but aye, he, he certainly, you know, that goal settled him down. He's, he's not looking as huffy as he normally does today and he's in there, you know, winning fouls in the edge own box and um, breaking up play, which I'm sure will, will please the Rangers manager.
2: And Davey, meanwhile at Celtic, is that Frimpong who had been on the ball there? Yeah, yeah. great set-up play from...
3: Frimpong to to the byline, the right hand side, lovely little cross. Edward couldn't get on the end of it. Celtic still dominating. United passed up a couple of couple of half decent chances early in the second half. But pattern of the game is is now more familiar. Celtic uh, bossing it again. Do you think Frimpong will start on Saturday against Rangers? Yeah, I think he will to give him the width. Yeah, yeah, yeah I, I, I think he will. Um, certainly been outstanding here today. And if Neil Lennon drops Soro. Um, yep. You know, if you're if you you've played as well as you have today. That would be a real sore one if you're mm-hmm. not in that team sheet come, come Saturday. That's why you paid the money, though, isn't it, David? As manager, to make these yeah, uh, i no, no, listen, sentiment yeah. won't come into it. And you know, Sorrows 22. He's got he's got plenty of time left in the game. But you know, when you when you play as well as he's playing, it's uh, hugely disappointing to be left out the side.
2: Neil Lennon saying today in the papers and on the radio and TV, uh, nobody's going anywhere in January. Nobody will be leaving.
3: Well, this, this is one season where neither of the old firm are going to sell anyone mm-hmm. um, because of, of what's on the line 10 in a row and, and Rangers trying to, to stop it Any other season I, I think Morellis and Edward would have been out of Glasgow long before now This is a, a different season
1: I just wonder if that's been a conversation that's, that's needed to be had at Celtic because I think it's been clear there's players that have been linked with other clubs you know, uh, Ayer being one of them yeah. you know, a lot of speculation about him and uh, Milan And I just wonder if it got to the point where things weren't looking too happy, if that was a discussion that needed to be had. Listen, this is the extent of this season, just so you know. Mm -hmm. Don't be sending your agents this way, looking for a move. Don't be thinking that we'll entertain uh, these conversations because there's no time and there's no place for it.
3: well, I I think there are two ways players... Players will have agents in their ear continually. And I perhaps was of genuine interest to AC Milan Edward would not have been short of clubs it's how the player reacts when he's told he's not getting away, Mm -hmm. look at Callum McGregor Brendan Rodgers tried to sign him last season Callum McGregor would have gone he would have probably doubled his money he was told, Dermot Desmond said to Brendan Rodgers, you can't have him look at Callum McGregor since, look at his attitude, Mm -hmm. spot on, week in week out, it's the player whose head goes down and they go in the huff they're the problem players
1: and I think the difference is though, when you've got a player like Callum McGregor who knows what it's about. I, th- I think when you've got that Scottish connection to a club like Celtic, you probably get it more than other players. I think for a lot of foreign players, as, as much as they enjoy it and they love it, I don't think it, it quite means the same to them um, as what it does. And, and I think Scottish players will understand, you know, when you explain that and the reason why you are know going and how important you are to the club and, and whatnot. Whereas I think other other players, it's about making their way in football and getting that next move and and getting that big move that sets you up for life Mm -hmm. you know these guys are on good money at Celtic but certainly if they moved on they'd Mm be in a hell
3: of a lot more you're 100% Um, right I mean the the 10 in a row stuff to some of the boys in either dressing room Rangers dressing room and Celtic Mm -hmm. some of the foreign boys 10 in a row won't mean a thing
1: and even this year could you imagine Rangers stopping 10 in a row and without the fans there these Rangers players won't get the full extent of what it means mm-hmm. because you're not seeing it, you're not hearing that noise every week. You know, I remember being a kid, uh, growing up in Glasgow, when Celtic stopped Rangers doing ten. There were street parties for days. You know, when I was a young kid, and I remember that the streets painted green and white. You know, the bunting out everywhere you drove and got. You know, and I just think you're not getting that full extent. So a lot of these players won't understand
3: yeah. it. I still still remember the last game of that season. Um, Henrik Larsson. Harold Brattback. And Harold Brattback and George O'Boyle missed a great chance for St Johnson to make it one each late in the game and it, it was on a knife edge mm-hmm. uh, I think it was Jackie McNamara that was releasing the right hand side was it Jackie McNamara? think so or did um, he play
2: the pass up the line? I was at Dundee United Rangers covering that, that day because yeah. Rangers could still have won that's it. right yeah. they, could,
3: they, they could have yeah. and by the way Celtic, Celtic were, were hanging on yeah. you know at 1-0 it could have gone either way and then Bratback immortalises himself and <laughs> that was the start of the street parties that Rhian's <laughs> talking
2: about but it's the madness of this city oh, but, it's but, incredible. but I agree the foreign players don't really. Really clearly and you know they they want to play and do well but they don't really get that they want to do you know in the champions league that means more to them and when celtic went out the champions league in the first days of august you think this this the, the focus is wrong here i mean it's a very parochial thing
1: Absolutely, yeah, absolutely. That's, that's why. Yeah, that's why we are the way we are about football yeah. in Scotland. We're so passionate. We don't get it. You look at derbies down south. Can you really call some of them derbies? Because if you don't see people getting angry and shouting yeah. at folk and families falling out after the game, it ain't a derby. And that's Do you know? The, no, and, that, I, I, and that's just my
3: house. I, so I, I couldn't believe it. <laughs> the first Merseyside derby I went to, I couldn't believe it. I'm looking around Goodison. Mm. Yeah. And there's red scarves in amongst the blue scarves oh, yeah. and blue scarves in amongst the red scarves. And I'm told that some of them are from the same family <laughs> and some are blues and some are reds. It's unbelievable. No, it's incredible. Still St Johnson Nil Hamilton nil 61
2: minutes gone in the match. Uh, Davy, what's happening? Celtic, Dundee United.
3: Stoppage at the moment, um, but Celtic 2-0 up, comfortable 62nd minute of the game. Only real disappointment for Neil Lennon is the, the injury to Christopher Julian, which I think... We'll put him out of the the weekend's game, um, and then it'll be a choice of, of bit on or or Duffy. I would think to partner Iyer. Who would you go for, Davy? I'm going to surprise you here. I would go for Duffy.
1: Really?
3: Why? For the, just for this game. I, 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 given a choice, I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't want two ball playing centre backs. I'd rather have a proper defender in there beside a ball player. That might not make any do you, sense. Do but you play
1: him in the four. Do you think Duffy, Duffy's yeah. better in the four? Yeah, I'd
3: play yeah. I'd play at the mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I played Duffy. I played Duffy the weekend. I would, right. and I know he's been well short of what's required. But
1: I think he'd be desperate to play. Mm-hmm. You know, he's, yeah. he's made no secret about his, his passion for Celtic. And I would imagine, uh, you know, he's dreamed about playing in an old firm game. But whether he's in the right place, it just. Performance-wise, it's another you know, I don't know if for it'd come line, it eye. It's yep. another huge And call for... the spotlight, then is on him. Mm-hmm. You know, you're then looking at him, and I don't know if that is kind Maybe of. Maybe the... he
2: rises to it though, and also they could be under a fair bit of pressure playing Rangers, top of the table at Ibrox. That might suit him.
1: Possibly, but what I think you get with Duffy is I've heard the guy speaking about it as well over the season is that he lacks pace, yeah. and I think the fact that he drops off would play into Rangers his hands in the way that they play in those pockets of space in the midfield um, you know, you put players like a Stephen Davis in there that could be disastrous for Celtic
3: There's been a chance at Celtic Oh Nicky Clark, what a chance yeah. as well not just a half chance, a real good chance for United to get back into ball played into the inside left channel, Frimpong had come in really narrow so Nicky Clark had time to take a really good touch outside of his right foot hit it with his left, he's got to score and he shaved the crossbar real Oof. chance for them. Not like him to miss
1: It's not, he's a uh, he's been in great form this season unlucky he had an injury there that was a bit of stop start for him but that's two great chances Davey, that Dundee United have yeah. had and these are the small margins, if you're a team like Dundee United you need to take at least one of them you know, Absolutely. if you're looking to cause any sort of an upset um, with the players that they've got in their team... And he's a know, finisher,
3: you were talking about Obika, and I get that, he's yeah. not a natural finisher. Nicky Clark is. He is. yeah. yeah
1: you, know. you know, you've got to work the keeper better, you know, you've got to take one of those chances and put Celtic under pressure, uh, and that'll be the frustrating thing for Mickey Mellon, you know, because you're not Celtic Park going to get any more than two or three chances.
2: So it's still 2-0 Celtic, a close one there. Nicky Clark almost scoring for Dundee United. Rangers, same scoreline, two up at St Mirren. What's happening midway through the second half?
1: Very much the same, Paul. Both sides are... Um you know, it's been quite transitional, St Mirren have, have had their moments, Rangers then win it back they then go in the attack um, they're just looking to try and kill the game off, you know, I think that third goal <laughs> Barry Ferguson was saying he hates a 2-0 scoreline, yep. um, which actually got me thinking, I was thinking, how many games over the years have I maybe been in that position and never quite realised, mm-hmm. it is dangerous you know, St Mirren want to get a goal back just now I think Rangers would be rocked by it whereas if you go and get that third, you know, you put the game to bed, but St Mirren are, are still pushing you know, doing what they've done all season and, and looking like a threat
2: Doesn't look like it Time in the, the match, Davey, when you would think will they freshen it up? I mean, I know at
3: 2-0 we've just said that can be a difficult scoreline but I wonder who he's thinking of maybe playing for 20 minutes before Saturday We, we should see any any minute now United have just had a half-decent penalty claim turned down there Mark McNulty shoved by Biton in the box Um, might have gone, Maybe he's a little bit too theatrical but mm. there's certainly contact uh, Willie Collum having none of it still 2-0
2: United have done well this season, Leanne. We often forget they've just come up in the summertime from the Championship. Or you think they should be doing better?
1: No, I think probably if you're being realistic, you know, where they're at just now is exactly where they should be. Mm-hmm. You know, they're, they're in amongst, they've had a couple of good results, um, they've had a couple of performances that you perhaps would have expected them to see the game out, but just now they're sitting in fifth place. Mm-hmm. You know, I think if they can go and keep themselves in the division this year, that's a success. Um... Will they lose a couple of players at the end of the season? I think most likely... I think they could strengthen a bit more, yes, because I think defensively this year, the matches that they have thrown away results or, or good performances have came from poor defensive work. Um, so I think uh, Mickey Mellon would look to, to add one or two come the end of the season, but I think they've got to keep their place in the division before that would happen.
2: Just going to check on uh, injury updates. This was before the game today, but it was Gary McAllister on duty yesterday for Rangers. Uh, what was the latest situation?
0: Obviously difficult to try and find a facility to get a, a scan for for Scotty but he's on route as we speak so we're just waiting for the results to come back as far as, as Jaco's concerned we're just going to have to be a wee bit more patient
1: with, with Ryan as well we're just going to sit back and wait for Ryan to get fully fully fit
2: Sounds more like maybe Scott Arfield might be on the bench tomorrow
1: Possibly Um but I not, think You're if not if, convinced <laughs> No I think if you're getting a scan uh, yesterday that would have been you're yep. probably getting the results back possibly straight away maybe today at the latest Depends what the, the outcome of it is. But if you're really pushing through that scan, there's obviously something there that's really bothering them with the games coming up. I don't think this old firm is make or break for Rangers. So I think they can probably take the chance um, of going without those players. And listening to that about Ryan Jack as well, you know, it doesn't sound like he'll make an appearance either. So and if, it's,
3: if it's, it'll be Kamara or Able. who else? Who's the third?
1: Davis, probably. Mm
3: mm-hmm. Yep, you know, mm-hmm. who's 36 he, he's on, played on today. On the I 1st yeah.
1: Yeah. I would be expecting to see him going off just shortly if that's, yeah, exactly. if yeah, that's going to be to the case it. You know, Rangers,
2: Rangers are still two up but there was a, a rare moment uh, the man playing for the 400th time, Alan McGregor
1: Scary wee moment there yeah, just a, the ball's rolling back to his box I think he, he thought it was going to arrive uh, in time for him to either pick it up or, or clear it and he kind of gets caught in two minds um, almost a you know, a chance out of nothing really for St Mirren
2: Hollander as well was involved in that one but it's still 2-0 Rangers Roof scoring in 23 minutes and then Alfredo Morelos in 33 minutes the question is always can Morelos score against Celtic he still hasn't
1: well this is this is the question um, you know he'll be desperate to score you know because it is such a significant moment I think for any old firm player but what I think is, is more important that he focuses on the job for the team. Um, what Rangers need is an Alfredo Morales on Saturday. That's going to give you a bit of composure, you know, to work hard. No silly um, outburst, you know, no getting himself into the book uh, early on in the match. What he, he seems to, you know, be able to do. The bigger question for me is which I'm assuming Balogun or Hollander mm-hmm. and when I'm looking at that. Um, we error there mm-hmm. from Rangers. I would expect Balogun to come back Balligan. in, especially yeah. with the pace. Because when you go with the two up top with Celtic, um, I don't know if it, it, it's quite for Hillander. You know, in the form that Celtic are hitting just now.
2: Okay, we're back just after this.
0: The Goal Radio Football Show. Let's go.
2: Paul Cooney with Leanne Crichton and Davy Provan. No change. Celtic are still two up against Dundee United, and Rangers are two up at Saint Mirren. Sixty-eight eight minutes gone, Davy, in your match too. What well, a great
3: things? chance here for odds on Edward. Um, Lee Griffiths had a free kick, came off the wall, broke beautifully for Edward. Zegrees, to be fair, got right out into his face. Edward tries to dink him and they, they managed to get it away and it looked as if Edward was pulled as he was pulling the trigger. Not too many appeals from Celtic, still 2-0, 72 minutes. But it's not over yet, that's the thing. Nicky Clark had a chance about six, seven minutes ago. No, no, Celtic haven't looked apart part at the back again here today. I know they've They've got a clean sheet at the moment, but United have had chances. Leanne, any change at New Love Street?
1: No, nothing yet Paul uh, I'd agree with that even with Rangers defensively yep. they, they just look I mean they've not conceded so it's, it's hard to criticise but there's been a few moments uh, like that McGregor one we spoke about a second ago um, Barisic you know gave away a foul a couple of minutes before that almost like in a last man challenge um, there was a couple of recovering defenders but they just don't look as controlled and comfortable and that is you know, probably down to St Mirren and what they're doing the way they're playing because they are throwing bodies falling really trying to get in Rangers his faces but um, no no change still Rangers two goals to the good
2: and still no score St Johnson against Hamilton Davy, a player we mentioned a moment or two ago Stephen Davis he'll be 36 on January the 1st so yeah. he'll go into this match 36 what a career what a player he is
3: Absolutely remarkable, and you know if you throw in his international career yeah. as well, you know well yeah. over a hundred caps. Is he yeah. the record holder? he is. Pass, I, any? Yeah, he, 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 he overtook him about um, two months ago. Yeah, remarkable. And you know a guy who turned up for Northern Ireland for for bounce games, for Mickey Mouse tournaments when others were calling off, yep. so they could go on holiday. Stephen Davis was always there, just a outstanding professional. I remember seeing him when he was a youngster at Aston Villa. There was talk at the time of him going to Manchester United. Never really. Got to uh, one of the top English clubs, but what a career he's had.
1: Why do you think that was, Davy? Why do you think he never qu- quite got there, just because he, he wasn't English? I'm,
3: I'm, I'm not sure at all, because he was terrific coming through as a kid with you know, with Aston Villa. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was talk with all sorts of moves for him, Liverpool, Manchester United... Never materialised, but... uh,
1: He's an incredible player, though, isn't he? When you hear people speaking about him and the ultimate professional is what he comes across and it's so difficult. I mean, (laughs) probably not played as many games as he has, but getting to the age, you get, you feel it in your body, Mm -hmm. you know? So to keep doing what he's doing at the level that he's doing it and actually some of the form that he's hit this season is probably up there with some of the best football he's played.
3: Alfredo Morales should look at Stephen Davis and take a leaf out of his book. You know, if he wants an example to follow... But you were talking about being selfless, being part of the team. Mm -hmm. Stephen Davis is part of the team. Stephen Davis will sacrifice himself for the team. Mm -hmm. Morella should have a look at that.
1: And the way he trains, you know, Stephen Davis, and the way he he does look after himself, always think as you get older, of course you learn more and you know Mm. the things you should have perhaps been doing a bit more of because as your career edges towards the tail end, you you try and hang on to as much of the good stuff as you can, you know, but certainly what a player to have in and around, you know, your team. Is it the
2: recovery time you find is harder than, what, are you 32?
1: 33, 33. yeah, a a bit of both, I think, you know, you put a lot into football, um, whether it's training, preparing, you're always thinking about it, you know, what you're eating, how you're sleeping, what time you're up at. there's so much to think about you know I think as you get older there's, there's probably a few more things goes on in life where um, you don't have the same time to just do yeah. nothing if that makes sense yeah. but the, the one thing I, I always felt when I went from playing in Scotland and I went down to England and moved to that professional environment what that gave me was more rest and recovery time mm-hmm. you know and I certainly see that being a way that would prolong a career is having that additional rest which takes a bit longer when you you got over 30 of course lane, yeah. sure.
2: oh, yeah. <laughs> still really young but no i am yeah, not been patronising you know
1: you're having a you're good right. day Paul put it this oh. so way see if you get up out of bed and you, you look to go down the stairs in the morning and you're no quite limping oh. the, you're having a good day
3: some news coming in Davy. yeah odds Edward puts uh, Celtic out of sight here 3-0 now Lee Griffiths lovely little ball in behind Edward onto to it last shot and he's just dinked to oversee Grace uh, lights out for Dundee United Celtic 3-0 75 minutes gone there, Davey. Yep. Yeah, a lovely little ball by Lee Griffiths with the outside of his, his left foot. Edward powerful enough to hold off the defender uh, and he's just dinked the goalkeeper. Terrific uh, finish. And again, it's you know it's the griffiths Edward partnership. It's it's looking more like an oiled machine now. So it looks as though there'll be 16
2: points in it because Rangers are still two up and they've just made a change at Love Street. At are, I Love actually
1: Street. never caught who went off, Paul, but it, I
2: seen Kent R- just come Roof, on. off, yeah. yeah.
1: Uh, I think you know both sides will be delighted if they can see this out. I think Celtic will be more happy uh, because I think it sends not a warning shot, but I think it, it shows that this form that they've hit just now is consistent. You know, if they can keep a clean sheet, they've got goals. They've got goals throughout the team. Um, for Rangers, you could look at it as business as usual in the league. You know, is at thirteen. Uh, Straight wins now. Um, You know, fantastic run of form. So they'll have nothing to worry about, but what they would have liked is is probably to see Celtic under a bit more pressure today.
3: Double substitution here for Celtic. um, Ayeti and Tom Rogic coming on. Lee Griffiths and David Turnbull taking a rest.
2: Griffiths and Turnbull. So that probably makes sense, certainly, the case of Griffiths. Because, I mean, two and a half weeks ago, he was nowhere. Then he came on in the cup final. Some people didn't even know he was in the bench, and suddenly scores the goal, uh, puts Celtic ahead, gets to extra time, gets to the penalties and steps up and scores.
1: This is what he does though, isn't it? This is why we get so frustrated with Lee Griffiths. Yep. You know, as Scotland fans in particular, you want to see him at the top of his game, you want to see him on the pitch because he brings you goals, yep. he brings you energy, he brings you moments. Um, there's rarely a game goes by that Lee Griffiths plays that you don't spend time discussing it at the end whether it's a goal, a moment of brilliance, um, or we sit and debate why he's not fit and why he's not in the team. So um I think you know, what a boost for Celtic It's like a new signing. Getting Lee Griffiths back and getting him in the in the form that he's in. Um, is that a new sign?
2: And the month started horrendously for Neil Lennon and for Celtic. Remember they lost to Ross County. Uh, you know, Europe, they were out twice this year. The Champions League qualifiers out of the Europa League when they went in as favourites, so, you know, along with Lille and AC Milan at the beginning. People thought Celtic may be the favourites in that section. Horrendous run. People wanted Lennon out and the board said, yeah, well, we'll back you until January. They didn't say those words, but that's what it looked like. But you see his resilience, Davy.
3: Yeah, I mean the the, the team are, are playing much better but listen, being no doubt if Celtic were to lose at Ibrox at the weekend the demonstrations are back on you've got people screaming for Neil Lennon's head you've been around the block often enough in this city to know how it works Paul and, and Neil Lennon has to go to Ibrox and win A
2: mm-hmm. draw's not good enough, is it? I don't
3: I don't yeah. think so, I don't think a draw's any good it, it might take a bit of heat off him in terms of people wanting him out but if Celtic lose the game they'll be queuing up to, to ask for his head
1: mm-hmm. I think it'll be Celtic's first big test um, off the back of the European game you know I think Lille was a game that a lot of confidence was taken for that performance but when you look at the Lille side you know they finished with a lot of young players on the pitch that night I'm not convinced they were at full strength Um, I think if Celtic can go and and put a performance in against Rangers if if they were able to get the three points um, certainly there would be a lot of confidence and a lot of noise would come from that you know it would be a real statement to go to ibrooks especially and do that it's something that they've um I don't if they've done if they won at Ibrox actually in the last couple of seasons they have
2: yeah last season yep. did they? yeah yeah they lost one 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 didn't they yeah um, they've they've lost uh, two years ago they lost the New Year game but they did win one match
1: yep. yeah but, but I just think you know that would blow things wide open yeah. because uh-huh. they would take confidence from that whereas I agree with David you know I said it weeks ago I do think if range there would be more uh, questions asked if Rangers were not going to win the league at this stage so far in front you know the questions would need to be asked as to how yeah. that was possible.
3: Do you think Stephen Gerrard, if you offer Stephen Gerrard a draw right now ahead of Saturday, would he take it?
1: Yeah, I think so.
3: So do I? I yep. think so.
1: You mm. keep that momentum, yeah. you know, you remain unbeaten. 16 points. As long as, they
3: don't, as long as they don't allow Celtic to narrow the gap, mm-hmm. Stephen Gerrard's starting to count down the games already. Yep. Mm-hmm. You know, over halfway, they've dropped, what, four points and we're mm-hmm. over the halfway line sure. yep. in the terms of the Championship. Yep. They're not going to drop too many more. No.
1: What I, what I think will be interesting, though, is the approach perhaps that Rangers take to it, you know, because a draw would be a good result for them I think um, but did they go and, and look to win the game you know and, and open up perhaps which Celtic didn't have that same threat in the last Old Firm game they never had Edward and Griffiths they never had Turnbull in the team um, Sorrow you know that's in there protecting and he scored today you don't see that too often just an off just an um, off
3: Leanne uh, Scott Brown getting the last 11 minutes here yeah. So,
1: mm-hmm. I would expect Sorrow to play yeah, I'd be very very surprised if Scott Brown comes in and starts yeah, I just don't see
2: it happening Davey having watched them there on Celtic
3: TV for the last hour or so what do you think have you changed your opinion he hasn't put a, a, a foot wrong I, I just think um, when you look at the Celtic huddle before the old firm games and there, there's one huge influence in that huddle every single time and it's Scott Brown yep. and for that reason for no other reason I mean Soros done nothing wrong he's been terrific today I, I just think I think the Lennon will go with Scott Brown. We'll find out on
2: Saturday. We'll give you the news. First, we'll be on from 12. The 12:30 kickoff. Rangers against Celtic. It's uh, such a. It's an intriguing season. Uh, it's just a pity the fans are not there. We say that just about every week, Leanne. And uh, you must miss them as well. when playing.
1: Yeah. I, well, listen, you miss the fans. I, I've been out at a lot of games watching. You know, mm-hmm. recently, and you miss them more there when you actually stop and observe. I think when I'm on the pitch. You know, I, I don't really get caught up in, in who's there a lot of the time, um, but and a, a lot of that comes for years of playing it in front. of know, a lot of people. You know, I can be honest and say that the women's games not had that sort of coverage, um, but no, it just the games that you know you're out at you want the noise back and you want that uh, buzz. You know. Asking Dave earlier on, you know, how did you manage to compose yourself for an old film game? What was your thoughts? But even watching these games in the telly, the Mm -hmm. noise that's, you know, to think about playing in front of that's just amazing, wouldn't it?
2: Yeah, good chance there for Rangers at uh, New Love Street. Haji came close.
1: Yeah, he's, he's. probably get caught in two minds whether he really get the shot off himself uh, he's dragged it across the six six yard line um, just at the edge on the right hand side I don't know what he was maybe hoping that there was somebody going to be there for a, a tap in or not but he probably should have just went it alone and really tried to, to test anything and get the shot off um, certainly would have killed the game, I think he's just been subbed off and replaced by Zungu yep. yeah
2: good coverage on St Mirren TV this is uh, a money spinner I won't call it a spinner because clubs are so desperate for money but for the clubs Davey some of the club TV has been excellent and people are you can't get to the match but on your season book you then get the uh, subscription and it's a lifeline
3: yeah it's, it's been really good you, you just hope that when the spectators are back in the grounds the quality of the club TV uh, remains as good yeah. as it is right now yeah. <laughs> because they've all pushed the boat out haven't they they have indeed Clive
2: Tilsley on uh, is he still yeah. whining about his ITV career going <laughs> no I with him years ago Radio City he was in Liverpool yeah, terrific yeah. we were all the same kind of Richard Keys and all that yeah. same vintage Leanne <laughs> uh, there's a chance uh, for St Mirren in the box but uh, no they haven't tested uh, Alan McGregor so just
1: Zungu getting caught yeah. on the ball there just thinking they had a bit more time but St Mirren are doing um, what they do very well and they're pressing in numbers you know they've got six and seven uh, players in Rangers half really getting at them looking to try and get this goal um, that would give them a, a bit of a lifeline and back into it and Zungu's just on you know it's probably took him a couple of minutes just to get himself geared up but Rangers are just maybe taking too many chances in their own half mm. you know trying to be too acute playing the ball out and um, Give St Mirren the respect that they deserve, you know, because they're a good side and they're certainly not getting time on the ball that they expect. We haven't
2: seen too much of Zungu, Davy, but he no. is a, a undoubtedly a good player, a lot of talent.
3: Well, they've got so much cover in that area, yeah. you know, that's mm-hmm. spoiled for choice. I think, I think Leanne's right. Stephen Davis will probably uh, come in, but Zungu another one, you know, who probably be happier sitting goal side of the game with the game in front of him, but looks after the ball really well. They allow her able to of that midfield three to go and express himself.
2: And you reckon Balligan will play ahead of Hollander. It's Hollander today, but Leanne was saying she reckon Balligan will get the shout. Looks like it, yeah.
3: yeah. yeah. It's, I mean, it's usually Goldson and one other, isn't it? Yeah. Um, I'm just looking at Ryan Christie here, but still no sign of a new contract for Ryan Christie, which oh. um, time's getting on now. Mm-hmm. Um,
1: I, I've got a feeling that Ryan Christie's probably one of these players that knows that he's on his road out. Mm-hmm. Personally, that's just how I feel. I think there's been chat around it. I think I heard an interview of his uh, dad, maybe a... Yeah. Six to nine months ago, and, and you know, made no secret the fact that his ambitions were to, yeah. to move beyond Celtic, and I think at the end of this Brandon season, Rogers. possibly. But I think there been another couple of teams, you know. Aware of Ryan Christie and what he's done, certainly it's the exposure. It's a, I think it's terrific.
3: Oh, he's terrific. Really he, he is, yep. uh, but
1: I do think what he is is a player that can also learn more. He's in a bunch so much energy. He's one of those players that he will always shoot. You know, he's criticised at times for being probably too direct and a bit selfish. But I think if you get him to that next level and you get him to a, 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 a team in an environment where he can learn, because at Celtic he's one of the best players. Mm. You know, attacking players. He's probably not learning too much. Get him in amongst You know, a bit more quality, and I think you'd see him get up to that next level. Like a John McGinn.
2: Go Radio Football Show. Eight minutes left. Celtic are three up. Rangers are two up.
0: Let's go home.
2: It's Wednesday, it's quarter to five. It's the Go Radio Football Show. Paul Cooney with Davy Provin and Leanne Crichton. Celtic are three up against Dundee United. Rangers are two up against St Mirren and St Johnson and Hamilton is still nil-nil. So a few changes have been made in the last 10, 15 minutes. Davy, I'm just thinking about for Saturday, coming on for Celtic, Elianusi.
3: Yeah, I think yeah. I've said it yet. Yeah, it's Elianusi who has come on with Tom Rogich. Scott Brown is coming on for the last uh, 11 minutes as well. Lee Griffiths is getting a rest, David Turnbull has gone off but Celtic should be four up Laxail just smashed the ball across the six yard line Frimpong's come in at the back post how he's missed it I've no idea um, he's tried to tap it in with the inside of his left foot and it's come off the top of his foot just as well Celtic are 3-0 up and over the line already.
2: Neil Lennon has been saying, he said it last week, that somebody is going to catch one. They are going to score four or five in a
3: game and that sounds as though that was the chance. Well, again, Paul, you know, from midfield forward, Celtic have been terrific again today, but, you know, they've got a clean sheet today, but I really don't know why. United have had three or four really good chances and Neil Lennon will be aware that all is not well across that back lane. And Julian went off injured early in the second half, replaced by near-beaton.
2: So we'll find out what the situation is with him. At Leanne, with Rangers 2-0, but with four minutes remaining.
1: Yeah, and they're pushing for this third, Paul. Um, yeah, for a, 10 minutes, 15 minutes or so there, they were absorbing a, a good bit of pressure from St Mirren, but they've got themselves back in the front foot and, and looking to kill the game off. A um, couple of changes for both sides as well Hadji has come off Roof has come off and they've been replaced by Kent and Zungu Jim Goodwin's has done the same and it shows you the strength and depth I was speaking about the recruitment at St Mirren as well four changes they've made Conley, McGrath, Erehan and Mason has come off which arguably four of their best players most weeks uh, replaced by McAllister Dermis, McPherson and Dennis uh, so that just shows you what Jim Goodwin's got he's you know, there to uh, utilise utilizing himself through this winter period with so many games, but it will be disappointed, Jim, today mm-hmm. because the second goal has come from an error. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, if it had been 1-0 and they were playing the way they've played in this game, certainly rocked Rangers defensively a couple of times, few shaky moments, it could have been a different story.
2: Yep, St Mirren looking at the table are in 7th position at the start today on 21 uh, points. Yep,
3: 21 points for St Mirren. Well, it might be different, I mean, when is this, um, these four-feated points, when, when yep. are they... Going to make a call on that Yep, nobody knows.
1: January 14th, yep. did I make that? Is, is that it 14th of January? Possibly. I mean,
2: Leanne the, Crichton the, knows, is it the 14th? I don't yeah. know, those, yeah, I
1: thought that yep. was when they were coming to a decision.
2: Davey, yeah. I'm just thinking, listen to both benches there, Rangers and Celtic, really strong. You know, El Yonussi coming on for Celtic, Rojic, who looked as yep. though he'd be a regular, you know, a month ago, five weeks ago, and the Rangers bench, well, we've talked about it all season. It's fascinating, isn't it? The, the, the two squads are decent squads.
3: Yeah, D- David Turnbull's just been named as, as man of the match. Wow. I mean, I, I, I think not only is he in for um, a, a, a certain game at Ibrox at the weekend, I think yeah. he's in for a terrific Celtic career mm-hmm. if, if Celtic can, can keep him. I, I think the sky's the limit for this boy. i really so impressed with him. I was talking about how good Christie is, but Turnbull could be every bit as good. How much do you admire him, the way he came back? Because the summer
2: before, you know, he signed for Celtic, the pictures were taken, and then there was that uh, the, the knee problem, and he was out for a year. He had to go back to Motherwell. Well, you know... The,
3: psychology of that blow yeah. must have been huge. Um, and I don't mean to, that
2: against Motherwell. To be
3: but fair to yeah. Neil Lennon, and you know, I, I think you can go back to Sir Alec Ferguson when he signed Ruud van Nistelrooy, yeah. and van Nistelrooy did his cruciate, and Fergie flew to Holland and said to him, look, you get yourself better, I'm, I'll still sign you. I've got enough faith in you. And I think probably, similarly, Neil Lennon has kept in touch with David Turnbull. I don't mm-hmm. know if that's legal or not, but I'll bet you, yeah. through a third party, he has told David Turnbull don't let it get you down too much, get yourself fit, we'll come back in for you, and So it panned out? Because you always doubt, Leanne, will I come back the same player?
1: I think it's difficult. You know, injuries now and young players. I know loads of players I've I've touched, we've been lucky in my career. but the mental strength and the commitment and dedication I often think, you know, if it was me, would I really have been able to do it the way some players have done it? You know, some players actually come back better, which I find just incredible because there's been some horror injuries. Knees uh, are a huge problem in the game just now. There's so many problems. Uh, ACL injuries, you see it a lot
3: in the women's game. Why, why is that? Is, is, is there more than there used to be, or what? is it pitches? Huh? A bit a of everything. Function. I
1: think when it comes to women, a lot of it's down to the body, and a lot of, you know studies that we do it's linked to hormones and loads of different things. Now I think a lot of players that you see where the games went up with the athleticism and the speed and the power and the way you train and the amount that you train um, and the way you load the body it is a lot different to the way it was. Um, But there's still loads of studies that go on all the time about it. It's frightening, you know, every other week you hear um, an ACL in the women's game. Um, Some players I know that have done two and three over their career. You know, it's just the time and dedication. You're talking about nine months every time, you know, every day. And even once you're back fit doing the, the prehab bits the year. attention to detail yeah. once yeah. you're back playing though you're still doing all the bits to make sure you stay fit mm. and you keep fit and David Turnbull will be the exact same because he'll always have in the back of his mind what if yeah. this happens again mm-hmm. and you Motherwell
2: know? treated him really well didn't they, when he came back to Motherwell and he's full of praise for the way they looked after him three minutes uh, injury time at Rangers they're two up at St Mirren Celtic into injury time as well they're four up three up yeah,
3: five minutes stoppage time on here Paul we've just uh, coming up for the 94th minute, so a minute and a bit to go. Celtic 3-0 up. Three up.
1: Substitution for Rangers that ah. you don't often see James Tavernier ah. making way um, in Balligan has, has come on. Um, but either, I think is one who gets rested in the odd occasion, doesn't he? But you never really see him even getting subbed off. But I'm not sure seven or eight minutes was going to make too much of a difference to his performance at the weekend.
2: How desperate must Stephen Gerrard be to get silverware? this season because the League Cup was a big blow two weeks ago at uh, St Mirren
3: yeah I mean I'm still of the opinion Paul that the the League is everything, Um, I know they were desperate you know had they won the League Cup it would have been a symbolic moment, Rangers are back after all these years in the wilderness it's all about the League, it always is about the League but Mm. this particular championship is just so valuable um, to to both clubs and you know if if you can stop 10 in a row You'll never be short of a drink in govern, will <laughs> Indeed, yeah.
1: It's a real missed opportunity, though, I think, the, the League Cup, because yep. it's, as much as, as the League means everything, to just get that one trophy uh, in the bag, you know, would have been huge. Um, but they've not managed to do that, and, and certainly everything then... Depends on the league, you know. That's then a, a chance that you, you need to go and take it. Um, whereas I think, even psychologically, if you'd have got that in the bag, you know, there'd be no guarantee because you look at the way the teams are performing, even like so St Mirren and Hibbs, uh, that you would have gotten the semi final, you know. But it's certainly without Celtic, they would have fancied themselves to, to go on and lift it.
2: St Mirren had a chance there late they did, in the game. It did, it was
1: something you don't often see, Paul. Allen McGregor's came for the cross yeah. and it slipped through his hands and he's dropped it uh, inside the 92nd minute. Uh, I'm I think St Mirren probably would have run out of time even if they had been able to grab one. But again, the clean sheet would have been gone, but they've managed to hang on Rangers and clear their lines.
2: That could have been a question in the chase. I see that he loves these. I don't know if you saw that in the papers, <laughs> that he's addicted to all these
1: daft programmes, you funny. know, the, the chase
2: and what's that? Pointless and stuff like that. I think they're pointless. But, uh, when did he last make a a, a mistake? It doesn't make many. any... You don't, you don't see howling? it often. No.
1: No. no, and especially that, you know, he's came for... Um, the cross and it's almost it won't take the pressure off the
3: team, you know, yeah. in the closing moments. But yeah, or certainly something. Whistles gone have. in the East End. Yeah, full time three 0 Celtic. Um, Neil Lennon absolutely delighted. Just, just the one uh, blot in the landscape. That was an injury to Julian. I'm assuming, given how uh, poorly he looked, that he won't play at the weekend. But a, a good Celtic performance from midfield forward, different class. Um, the only worry is that the United had two or three really good chances that Celtic could not afford to offer Rangers this weekend. Pick of the goals for you was it Sorrow? Can you tell us about that one? Uh, yeah, I think I think Soro gets the ball. He's at least thirty yards out. Um, United backline probably thinking, "Go on, hit it." And he certainly did hit it. It took a huge move um, late in, in, in flight. Must have moved four or five feet away from from the keeper into the into the right hand corner. Pick of the bunch. Turnbull another long range effort. I want goal, to hear about so. that in a minute or two. The whistle's gone and Paisley.
1: Yeah, that's us full time. It's uh, Rangers. To St Mirren, nil. So, clean sheets for both old firm sides, and it's certainly get off. Honestly, even just thinking about the old firm now, it's going yeah. to be an absolute cracker. The chat for the next three weeks after it's going to be incredible. <laughs> we can just, the I can see race. it now. We'll just keep yep. recycling the same conversations for weeks.
2: So, what about Kmart ruth the goal in 27 minutes?
1: Yeah, brilliant, uh, came our roof it took a slight deflection, right enough but shot was on target, lovely through ball from Hadji down the right hand channel um, got the shot off and the deflection, took it away from Jack Annick and the Rangers goal uh, and the St Mirren goal, sorry, and then the second one comes from a St Mirren error, which you don't see too often, I'm sure Jim Goodwin will speak about that in his, his post-match interview um, but a short back pass from Joe Shaughnessy, his captain uh, and Alfredo Morelos was switched on, who nicked in at full pace and made no mistakes and grabbed that all important goal to, to seal the game and certainly one that he'll take a lot of confidence from
2: and probably seal his starting place for Saturday against Celtic
1: no doubt about it he'll he'll start
2: him and Roof Yep. yep
1: I think the only one that worked for debate is, is that third one. You know, yep. if you bring Kent back in, does Hadji mm-hmm. drop out? Um or Kent came drop... on for
2: what, sorry, ten minutes or so? Yeah, he yep. came on, yeah, last 10, ten fifteen play, minutes. Ken. Yeah, Ken, and it's should definitely play.
1: It's just whether Hadji keeps his place yeah. and, and drops you know into the middle of the park, but I, I don't see it happening. I think Hadji will be the one that possibly loses out. Mm-hmm.
3: David Kent Ken, Ken comes yep. alive in the old firm games. Um he he's you know, he's, he's scored a couple at Celtic Park. He comes alive. He's he's, he's a big time player. I think what I think, he also Ryan
1: gives you because he's pace and he's trickery as well. He, he he'll commit players, you know. So in an old firm game, it's so important. If you get a players in the book early on, what he does, you know, because he takes players on he nicks them, he gets that touch when you don't expect it. Puts you know Celtic under a lot of pressure.
3: That that's that's what Celtic they could do with their own version of Brian Kent in the absence yeah. of James mm-hmm. Forrest. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. somebody who can who can skin a full back, skin a defender and. You know, nowadays there are few and far between players who can take a ball up to a defender and go buy him. Mm-hmm. And you go by a defender, and everything changes. Defenders have then got to make a decision. You know, other defenders, do I go to the ball? What do I do? They're staying with my man. Why don't they do it anymore? I, 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 I really well, that's what you did. I, I really yeah. don't know. But the, the 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 lad Frimpong did really well for Celtic in that role today, mm-hmm. skinning skinning people and and setting up chances. He, he was terrific today. Three 0 Celtic. Uh, the second goal win. David Turnbull. Turnbull, yeah. Um, looked as if he was going to hit it. A couple of United players coming out to close the ball down. He just dropped his shoulders, cleared it out his, his right side and then smashed one into the, the bottom left-hand corner. Keeper left with, with no chance. And the third goal, the, the partnership of Griffiths and Edward Griffiths with a, a lovely ball in behind the centre-back. Edward, quick enough and strong enough to hold off the challenge. And he's just uh, dinked Zegres to make it 3-0.
1: Just another look there, Paul. That chance Mm -hmm. that uh, John Abika had early on in the game—it's an incredible chance, actually. He's got—I mean, Golton does enough probably to narrow the angle and and put him off, but he just needs to keep it low and, and, you know, try and work the keeper, even getting through legs and and bodies. Um, Jim Goodwin will be really disappointed that his side couldn't take advantage.
2: It will indeed. Top of the table then looks like this. Rangers have played 21 games. They're on 59 points. Celtic, after 18 games, on 43 points. Aberdeen, the game was called off today late uh, at Livingston. They're still on 38. Hibs playing this evening. They're on 36 points. So, as you know, they could go third top. Dundee United stay on 25. Livingston staying on 24. St Mirren still on 21. Kilmarnock, they play Motherwell this evening. They start on 17. As do St. Johnson, as do Motherwell. Hamilton on 14 points. Just checking that that's the full-time nil-nil. The telly's gone awfully and I'm not quite sure why. And uh, Ross County are at the bottom on 13 points points so uh, St Johnson and Hamilton we'll give you that in a second or two I think that was it for Rangers this afternoon then uh, no major injury worries I'm just looking to see I see Gordon Smith here on St Mirren TV with her own alley uh, what hat's he wearing because uh, <laughs> former uh, co-manager there
1: I was just like he's uh, he, he's looking good with his suit on which you don't actually see an awful lot of now when you look at a lot of folk on TV there's a bit of a down uh, culture going on there now but he's made the right effort and he's got the shirt and tie on so well played Gordon with that one
2: indeed yeah and Davey you uh, Yes, St. Johnston nil, Hamilton nil. The Hibs Ross County game kicks off at six. You reckon it is going to be a Hibs win? Yeah, Hibs win by goal. Yeah. And Motherwell against Kilmarnock you think a share of the points? Ah, share
1: yep. of the, the points for sure. I think <laughs> looking at that St. Johnston Hamilton game as well, gone full time nil nil probably glad we've not been at that one the day eh? <laughs> <laughs> <Indeed. laughs> up in Perth Davey I'm surprised you weren't up there <laughs> oh, 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 no,
2: no, no. <laughs> just seeing there some of the highlights there and how Morelos took it it was a mistake at the back but he's uh, back doing what he does best
1: and it's a good finish actually Paul because he, he's got a bit more time um, than perhaps you know he's more I think an instinctive goal scorer when you see him in the box you know the less time the better I think with Alfredo Morelos where he's really switched on uh, he's anticipated the pass back you know and he's Slotted it
2: away inside of the right foot. Game on, Davy. We've only got thirty seconds left. Uh, how much are you looking forward to it? Well, now? it's set uh, yeah. up
3: beautiful I just don't know what is it is. It judgment day. Is this another? What oh, we call day? it? Yeah. <laughs> I, well, I think it is. It's for Celtic. It's judgment day. Oh, absolutely. It? Yeah. yeah. I mean, it, the, the one thing that that the, in Neil Lennon's favour and that of his players is that they know what they have to do. I mean, a, a draw is no good. There's no yeah. point in going in trying to sit yeah. in, try to play in a the counter. They've got to go and win the game. Take the the game to Rangers and win the game. And you know, with, with Edward and Griffiths like this, uh, I, I certainly think Celtic will score. It's what happens at the other end of the pitch that will be key for me. Celtic
2: 3 0 this afternoon, Rangers 2 0, St Johnson Hamilton 0 0. Leanne, thanks very much for joining us. Thank you. Thank you, Davey we we'll
0: see you soon. The Gold Radio Football Show.
3: With OPC Energy Limited.
1: Have
0: your boiler serviced, replaced, or repaired this winter. Feel the heat of the game. The crunching tackles, the near misses, and diving headers. Feel the drive from the sidelines. Feel the passion of your captain. Feel the celebrations. Feel the last-minute heartache. And the penalty save that changes everything. Feel the heat of the game from the comfort of your own home. With OPC Energy Limited. For more information on boiler servicing and maintenance, visit opc-ltd.uk.